Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Uh Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts? It's called run by a guy called Carl. Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. It's a quality show, and they have good <laughs> ideas. Yeah, he just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it's quite hilarious. These guys are making some fucking points here. I like what <laughs> they're saying. You like what they're saying. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. Hello, bag slappers and cousin Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that can throw that speedball by you, make you look like a fool boy. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, the host of The Dick Show, it's Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? What Happy is going on? Thank you so much for joining us again. It's been a little while. We, uh, we love having you back. Hey, I love being here, uh, except I hate the part where you make me listen to the, some of the most dis- terrible and disgusting podcasts I've ever heard. <laughs> this week's was a new low. Uh, I still feel gross after having listened to it, so thanks for that, buddy. Before we get into it, I want to tell people to go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to our Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our PayPal account. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us five-star reviews on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comment section. We have a bunch of new ones, and I just have not been able to get around to those. So one of these days, we're going to read all those shitty reviews. Today will be... Oh, I should mention, too, Dick, I'm up over 500 one-star reviews at this point. It's a milestone. Oh, wow. We reached a milestone this week. Incredible. Incredible. You've got momentum. You've got real one-star <laughs> momentum. You get a couple one-stars. It's a fluke. Maybe you suck, but you get 500 one-star reviews. You're doing something right. I got to think that if you're if you're looking at just people reviewing podcasts, a good 80 to 90% of all reviews have to be five stars. Because you're listening to the show regularly, you want to let them know that you like the show. You hear a show you don't like, you just move on. The fact that we have 500 one-star reviews is really a feat. Yeah, you couldn't do that if you tried. You couldn't do it because half of people would go, oh, I know he's just joking, but I can't do it. I can't get – he's just working so hard. I can't – you've got real heat, man. You're like the Iron Sheik in circa WrestleMania three. People just really fucking hate Carl. <laughs> today, today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? This was a suggestion that came in from Ross. Dick and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand – Let's get into it. This is a podcast hosted by a comedian named Nicole Byer. We listened to episode number 21 because what Ross told me, they're up to 80-something now. What Ross told me was, you got to go back to the early episodes because Nicole is having all the guests look at her Tinder profile and try to give her advice because she can't get a boyfriend. So we went back and listened to episode number 21 called Body Positivity with a international supermodel named Tess Holiday. 
So Tess, galactic supermodel, Tess, I think, the size of this bitch. So Tess Holiday wrote a book called "The Not So Subtle Art of Being a Fat Girl: Loving the Skin You're In." She loves the skin she's in so much. She's produced three times as much as she should need. Uh, she's got more skin than Octo Mom's kids. There's a lot of skin to love. If yes. she's love, she's uh, loving her skin is like painting the Golden Gate Bridge. When you're done with, there's so much of it. When you're done with it, you got to immediately start over, loving the skin that you loved first. All right. Her, she has tons of tattoos. Tess Holiday's yes. tattoos are like you can track her weight progress because the first one, I, I don't know what it is, but it like grows over to it swells over time like the expansion of the universe. So it's all stretched out like a tree. I want to talk about the way these two met each other. They were on the Steve Harvey show together. So you got Nicole Byer, who's a comedian who's who's overweight. Tess Holiday, who's an overweight plus size model i mean plus 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 size model it's it's unbelievable i mean i dick i just looked her up this morning i listened to this whole show and i'm like i should see what she looks like holy shit i mean it's kind of comical like it's comical. Tess holiday turned modeling into a freak show yes like we're no longer you can't show up and see the bearded lady you can't pay your quarter but you can buy a magazine with her on the cover she is the size of a planet her arms are her arms have their own arms. She looks she looks like a van with makeup on it. Like you'd think that someone painted a big mural on a van. Uh, I don't know how she considers herself a supermodel. Like what? they have to Photoshop the moon that's orbiting around her. They have to Photoshop that out to put her on the cover of People magazine. She's a she large has her woman. own lens flare because the light cannot escape from her. So they have to rebend it when they take her pictures. And she and that's not even the most annoying part about her. No, okay, so let's get into this. They met at the Steve Harvey show, and they were on this show about fat women, where the audience was also all fat women. They're explaining <laughs> they're explaining this. I can't even imagine. They and, met on a married with children episode. <laughs> so this is they're recounting the first time they ever met each other. This is the first anecdote that they remember. Yeah, they got us Luminati's pizza, yes. which is Chicago-style deep dish. Ooh, baby, if you're in Chicago, so you better taste bomb. it. So good. That's the first thing they were on TV. And they're like, yeah, you know what they got us in the green room, which was amazing, was this deep dish pizza. Holy shit. Pizza. Two fat broads <laughs> bonding over a pizza. That's the start Shocker. of this podcast. Shocker. And it just gets greasier. <laughs> I want to talk about how big this woman actually is. How big Tess Holiday is. Because, look at there's people who are overweight. I'm not at my ideal weight. So, who am I to judge? But she talks about where she used to be at as a teenager. And where she is now. And she throws out a number. So since she's thrown out the number, I might as well make everyone aware of this. When I was a teenager, I hated myself. And I was like, I wish that I could have been like 160 pounds ago. Been like, your life is good. 160 pounds ago, Dick. Ago. That's an entire teenager. She wishes she, wishes she could go back to when she was, when she was less people. <laughs> back then I was just one person. Now look at me, I'm three people. God. She's gained a hundred. I only had to take two seats in an airplane instead of three. <laughs> no, she's just buying rows at a time. She gained a hundred and sixty pounds since high school. That's incredible. 
And she has the nerve to say this later on in the show. That sometimes I think people are so focused on like everything being perfect online that they forget about actually working on themselves in real life. You know what? She, I heard her complain about body positivity a bunch of times about not being perfect. But I guarantee you that bitch will work on a Sunday for an hour and a half until it's absolutely until it's three feet tall and absolutely perfect. Like they have, I don't know if you, they have the audacity to go into their personal gripes with men. Did yep. you did you clip that one for later? Because it is. The ultimate irony of two 700-pound women talking about the minor problems they have with men is almost made my brain explode. Well, it's unbelievable that she says, you know, there's all these people here who are so worried about their online persona. They should take some time and work on themselves in real life. And I, I get it, Tess. I get it. You're trying to say that your body is just natural and that's what you're supposed to be. It's not true, though. That's not a true fact. She even has the balls. And this is impressive I, I didn't realize you could do this and not get called out by everybody but she compares her weight problem with people who like have other ailments like can't see in this oh clip. that's right dude listen to stevie this wonder. this is yeah, insane yeah, yeah. saying yeah. that i promote obesity is like saying that stevie wonder promotes blindness <laughs> <laughs> because it's like it's who i am like so if you could tell stevie wonder that you could get your vision if you just put down the pizza and hop on an elliptical, I'm guessing Stevie Wonder would be buying a Kindle in a week or two. You got it. This is very uh, different than being blind. You're overweight because you eat too much. It's very different. I'm like, my fat, my body positivity crusade is exactly like Martin Luther King Jr.'s crusade. I mean, that's pretty much exactly the same. Right, Nicole? That You would agree with me, right? Pretty much, I mean, Palestinians, they want their own, they want their land back. That's pretty much the same. I just want my respect back from people. And no one's going to call her out on this bullshit. It has to be us. I mean, you, a I woman that size, if you call her out, you you risk getting swallowed like Kirby. Yes. <laughs> she talks about, so she's married, Tess Holliday. She, yeah. she, has, she has a couple of kids. She has a two-year-old. That she knows of. <laughs> some hidden in the folds as well. A couple of them have been flushed. Oh, what was that? Whoops. <laughs> Got to get the plunger out. I was surprised that she could have kids because she has a two-year-old. I, I think that there's probably health concerns when you're that overweight and you have oh, yeah. kids. Yeah. Uh, she probably went to SeaWorld to deliver them. They had them <laughs> in those big... I Shamu had kids. I remember that. That's true. Days, I think. That's yeah, a good point. They can do it. They got a big salt water tank, load her in there, get some midgets to jump on her stomach until they squirt out. So they so she mentions that she met this guy online and the guy he's not unattractive. He's pretty slim. He's a pretty normal looking dude. And well, he's a lumbersexual. Yeah. Have you looked him up? He's got a big beard and yep. like suspenders. Yeah. Uh, he's the ultimate hip hipster lumbersexual. Um, a well, bisexual lumbersexual. Well, this is she lets this slip. Well, maybe she doesn't let it slip, but they're talking about him forever. And then she says this, and the record scratched at my house. I'm like, wait, what? My husband's <laughs> queer, which is a lot of fun because I can. What? Okay, I'm not. 
so up queer, on things. What does queer mean? So queer is that basically he's attracted to anyone and everyone regardless of like of their <laughs> like so he's re- attracted to he used to say that he was like pansexual or bi okay so they've changed it now so queer is just kind of like a blanket An encompassing of yeah everything. so he's okay. attracted to basically everyone okay. regardless of how they were assigned at birth and oh, okay. all kinds of stuff I was, oh okay yeah. what in the hell are you talking about <laughs> So apparently her husband's queer, which means he's attracted to everyone. And I would say probably and everything, too. Cows, elephants, whatever's in front of him, he's going to put his dick in it. He's a planet sexual, (laughs) not pansexual. He'll fuck anything the size of a... I love her list, too. Oh, he's attracted to anything. You know... Uh, whatever you identify with. No, just say he's a, he's attracted to humanity. He's attracted to a woman who's 700 pounds. Right. He's attracted to anything animate. Anything anything that resembles what may or may not have once been a human being, but is now anything that looks like the Michelin Man except is made of flesh, he's attracted to that. What All these other fucking exa- – oh, he's attracted to whatever you identify with. You! He's attracted to you! Right! That's the craziest thing! I don't care if he's, he's into, like, transsexuals. He actually married Tess Holiday on purpose. I think what they call that, it's not queer, it's not pansexual, it's desperate. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> LGBTD. That's it's bizarre. It's bizarre Everything behavior. about their relationship is bizarre. This like is... the months long courting process where they oh, didn't right. they didn't see each other for ten months or something like that. Right. He's from New Zealand or Australia. So for, yeah. for the first 10 months that they were dating, they, they just had Skype sex, which, oh. <laughs> how far back do you have to place your computer in order to get yourself in the shot? <laughs> <laughs> she had to, like, masturbate in the hallway. She didn't have a room to, large enough. She had to bring in a mirror to get it wide <laughs> enough to get her ass, to get just her vagina in frame. She's got a special 21 by 9 ratio camera on her computer. So, so I don't. T- I don't know why Skype sex would be necessary. You could. He could see her from the satellite <laughs> pictures on Google. Oh. <laughs> the curvature of the Earth isn't enough to not have her show up. All you have to do is look out your window. There she is. <laughs> so, so they date for ten months, and then they finally get together for five weeks, and then they are apart again for ten months. This is an insane courtship. Nobody should get married after dating like this. These people are, they have problems, right? They have, they're weird and gross. (laughs) (laughs) Everything about them is weird. I immediately, I was listening in my car. I immediately pulled off the road and went to church. And then I ran five miles home. So I could know, they made me feel sick about the skin I was in. It was so gross. They sound fat. I was listening yeah. in the car with my girlfriend. And she goes, "They sound fat. Like it's it sounds like they are talking with a stick of butter in their throat." Well, th- there's a really good chance that there's at least some butter in their throat as they're talking, as well as a deep dish pizza. There's a there's a fun- speaking of gross. There's a funny thing that Nicole says. At first, yeah. when I was like, "Ooh, I'm just gonna fuck these dudes," I was like, "Is this gross?" Yes. You having sex is disgusting. The answer is yes. 
Especially you. Especially you, Doc. What do you mean it says gross? Yes. Yeah, yes. Every, everything on TV all day, every day is telling you that it's gross. People privately are telling you that it's gross. You walk in, there is no one on earth who will not tell you it's gross. Oh, including, you familiar with eHarmony, Dick? Do you know what this is? Yeah. eHarmony yeah. is, is a dating site, and yeah. their business model is such that they want members to come on, and then they charge those members a fee in order to meet other single people. Guess what happened to Nicole when she tried to sign up for eHarmony? Here's the clip. Oh, yeah. And then they rejected me. Oh, girl. They said I was part of the 2% <laughs> of unmatchable people. <laughs> a dating site literally said, we don't want your money. It would be worse for our business to have Nicole Byers' profile show up for someone than to take your money. Is that insane? We don't want word to get out. We don't want somebody to accidentally <laughs> screenshot you. We don't want a screenshot of you on Fat People Hate uh, that has our logo in it. They've got, they do have a test on eHarmony at the end. You fill out the profile, and then they say, okay, put your phone on the ground and stand on it. And if, it, if the phone breaks and you can no longer access the app, then you're not allowed to use their system. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know that existed. Uh, you know what's fucked up is it happened to me. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, way a long, exactly, uh, well, long, long, long time ago, like before internet dating was a thing, it was for weirdos, uh, I did the same thing, I filled out the eHarmony thing, and it said, it gave me the same message that it gave Nicole, you are in, among the 2% of people that we cannot find matches for, and uh, it's correct, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's because you said, interested in women, hate women. I'm guessing hey, it's that. Hate them. <laughs> because that's why I was like, yeah, we can't help you with that, sir. <laughs> You're going to have to figure this out on your own. Are you interested in a long-term match? Hell no. <laughs> please, please no. Please no. Hard pass. That's amazing. So this, you're, you're not joking. You're you're being honest right no, now. No, 100% serious. 100% serious. I got the same message. <laughs> the internet has been against I mean, you all, all my, your life. All my problems are on my insides. That's, that's <laughs> the difference. <Yep. laughs> At least I have a nice exterior. See, that's what I do for people. My insides are poisonous and rotten and unmatchable, but at least my outside and my at least my outsides don't make you want to puke. That's where I that's what I do for you. Nicole, on the other hand, has a rotten inside and also yeah. uh, takes up ten seats on the bus. Yeah, eHarmony uh, saw what you wrote down in your profile and was like, you know, MySpace is probably a better place for you. Just uh, take some selfies and go on MySpace. Yeah, you're a disgusting human being. I want to point out something they said that is definitely a lie. There's no way this is true. Even though it's been shown that men uh, in America are more sexually attracted in favor bigger women. I think really? it's like 54%. But yeah, there's, like, there's a ton of surveys huh. and stuff that have been done where men are, and, and the porn searches, the porn searches in America are all like, plus, yeah. like it's like the higher favored and plus size. So Bullshit artist. So according to these women who are, by the way, obese, guys prefer morbidly. <laughs> morbidly obese. Guys prefer women who are overweight to women who are in shape. And um, I don't think this is true. First of all, those chicks are not plus size. No. They are planets. Right. This is if guys are searching for like chubby porn or or plus size whatever porn, even if that's being searched for, they're not looking for them. So that is my first problem. My second problem is this is obviously not true. Oh, it's obviously not true. All I can do is observe people's behavior 
at work or at a restaurant or a bar. Who are people more excited to talk to? The hot, skinny, blonde chick or the obese woman who's eating chicken wings? That's what I want to. I want to see um, a beer commercial with a big fat slob like Tess Holiday <laughs> waddling into the frame, holding <laughs> holding a, two tall boys in each hand, cr- crushing them for you. The minute they start selling beer, the minute Tess Holiday starts something, starts selling something that a man wants to buy, that's when I will start buying this body positivity bullshit. Do you know how I know that they're lying? Because they started throwing out specific statistics. Did you know that 54% of men, like, okay, right there, I know that you're fucking lying. This was not a study that was done. I want to know what the methodology was. I want to know how this was researched. There's no fucking way. They did a survey, and guys are like, oh, yeah, yeah, I definitely prefer a, a big, fat woman who has no self-control. That's that's for me. Oh, go a yeah. gym membership? Gross. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the searches that define 2018 on Pornhub. It's Stormy Daniel, trans, uh, romantic, trans, outdoor, tattoos, Tinder, yep. Balzette, threesome. Nowhere in there is Jabba the Hutt featured. Right. Every Everything, you go to these sites and it's all like stepmom and, and all this like fucking taboo shit. It's never like obese stepmom and son. It's, <laughs> I've never seen that. It's one of the, anyway. They later on in the show say something that totally negates that entire theory that it's even possible that guys are into fatter women when they say this. I mean, because most of my sexual encounters had been one night stands because Mm -hmm. that's all that guys were giving a fat girl. I'm in the same boat currently. (laughs) I haven't. There's there's one person in my life that I've had sex with more than three times. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So which is it? Guys like fat girls, but just one time. It'd be oh. like, I just want to test drive that Porsche. I don't want to own a Porsche. That sounds like a terrible well, it's idea. It's because of the stigma. It's because of the stigma. <laughs> right, that just, must be it. We just don't want to be seen with a fat girl. That must That's be why. Yeah, right. we, it, we just need a bot. We just need more uh, inclusivity. If everyone just gets on board with how ashamed, with, so we can get over our shame. It's our problem. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they're trying to opine is that guys when they're surveyed and it's anonymous are saying oh yeah yeah, i prefer obese women but then if they're seen out in public it's embarrassing however they just said guys will come over and fuck them once and then never again you're not in front of people at that point you can keep fucking them if you prefer to fuck obese women you don't. I, that's a good point. I've dated plenty of girls I didn't want people to see, but I right. fucked them more than once. Right. Came of course. <laughs> of course you did, because you can't stop them from blowing up your phone afterwards. It's going to happen. You're like, all right, fine. Fuck it. This is another thing they said that totally makes zero sense. To me, that's not an insult, but someone going, ah, oh, you're fatter than, than I thought is the same thing as like, oh, you're uglier than I thought, or like... That's like Maddox logic right there. Fat's yeah. not an insult, but if you say that I'm fatter than you thought, that's very insulting. Well, then that's because being fat is an insult. That's why. <laughs> yeah, <you're- laughs> that's why that is. <laughs> you're more. You're more of this negative thing. Yes, right. We're oh, doubling- you're more addicted to heroin than I thought you were. Huh? <laughs> I mean, being a heroin addict is not a bad thing, but someone thinks I'm a, a really big heroin addict. <laughs> 
Yeah. What? Oh man, I wish uh, I wish alcoholics got this got to talk about ourselves like this. Oh yeah, man, we're just just like we just like to drink all day every day. No big deal. I saw a study that women prefer guys who get blackout drunk and beat them. I mean, just 62 percent of women prefer to date guys who do that. I don't. I, I believe that study though. <laughs> that one might be true. Yeah, that might be true. So I just want to see a James Bond movie where the where the Bond girl's three hundred and fifty pounds waddling in with a night with a Klondike bar in every scene. Uh, they're fucking up James Bond enough. They might as well. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? What's next? Speaking of them saying things that are obvious lies because they catch themselves in the lie. Yeah, I mentioned earlier that Tess Holiday is a model. Which I'm still still trying to figure this out. A so, Model T. <laughs> so so Tess uh, explains that she's excited to go to Fashion Week. I'm actually going to Fashion Week for the first time. That's are you so, walking? I'm not. I walked last year. I'm not walking this year. This year uh, I'm going <laughs> with Sebastian, the hair company. All right, Dick. Did you pick up on the subtlety of that lie? Uh, that she's not walking because she's chosen to go with the hair company? Close. She says, I'm going to Fashion Week for the first time. Oh, are you, are you doing the catwalk? No, I did that last year. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Here's the problem with what you just said, Tess. You didn't do that last year. You're going for the first fucking time. And you're a liar. Because nobody wants oh, to see a 300-pound woman walk on the catwalk. Who the fuck? What designer is going to say, yeah, put my scarf on? Fuck that. You want that well, picture also, getting out? It's not up. I mean, I'm sure that stage is not up to code. That, <laughs> you, can't have, you can't have a truck stop scale before the catwalk. There's not enough room, and there's just no way they can build scaffolding like that to take her weight. I mean, logistics aside, Dick, I just don't understand. <laughs> I there think you're right. Uber Eats within range to keep her satisfied backstage. She's going to gobble up some of the models. Then you, no insurance company will cover Holy that. Holy shit. She gets back there. And there's just lines of coke everywhere. She's like, "Where the fuck's the deep dish pizza? You women don't, <laughs> you, you women don't eat deep dish pizza. What's wrong it's with everyone?" Wings. <laughs> she started a line of buffalo sauce. All right, I'm ready. Let's do this. <laughs> At one point, Nicole talks about watching porn, and this is after they're saying, "You know, my husband is queer, which means all these crazy things that no one's ever heard of." And I mean, it's just, it's just so silly. It's just so silly now at this point. I don't know what any of this shit means, but so she says, my husband's queer. So then Nicole tries to relate and talks about watching porn. Cause I was watching porn like two nights ago and it was like a circle jerk on this woman. And I was like, what's gayer than that? Like getting all your dicks out with your buddies and like jerking off to the same girl. Like, so Dick, I have an answer for that. Um, yeah. So what's gayer than that would be um, homosexual intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> would actually be slightly gayer than jerking off on a chick. <laughs> Just slightly gayer. Yeah, like, slightly gayer. Like having a boner in your asshole would actually be gayer than that. But she, I mean, she asked. Gayer. She asked what, what what's gayer. I got a couple more clips on here that I want to play. Nicole explains. Do you have the small face clip? You know what's so funny? I heard that. I'm like, oh, I got to pull that 
for Dick, and then I didn't because I'm like, is that? I don't know. That too inside. I was sure, you would have that. I'm sorry, as soon as I heard it, I was like, God damn it! And by the way, that is actual body positivity. Like the body positivity <laughs> movement has been hijacked by fat broads. Yeah, it should be like, oh yeah, your body is deformed. That sucks. Uh, let's be. Let's, <laughs> we, but it's cool that you're making it work. You play guitar with your feet. That's cool. You right. got a weird indentation on your chest. That's cool. You got kind of like a fucking weird birthmark on half your face. That's cool. But then fat broads came lumbering in on their rascal scooters, saying, "Yeah, uh, we need to. We need it too. We need body positivity too." And well, I, I don't. It's not the same. You're not blind. That's a great point. So for anyone who is not familiar with the Dick show, Dick has a small face, or at least it's been reported back to him as such. Yeah. It doesn't really fit the size of his head. I think it's been exaggerated in some illustrations that I've seen, but either way. And the woman says, you know, I, my, my face is actually really small. And I think they talk about how they photograph really well and they're very attractive. Oh, do you remember that? I was like, what? Okay. I mean, not for nothing, but you can't get anyone to date you, and you weren't allowed on eHarmony. I, I don't know how well you photograph. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there as, like, evidence that maybe that's not the case. Uh, but, yeah, well, it was funny she talked about her small face because you're right. There are people who have things that they cannot help. There's nothing yeah. they can do to fix those things about themselves. And now you have these women who are just like, I don't have any willpower. I love eating chicken wings. And fuck off if you call me fat. Well, that's not really the same thing. I... They can't even consistently stay positive. Like then Tess goes on that <laughs> yeah. goes on that rant about how she wishes she could go back in time and talk to herself when she was like a mere two hundred and thirty pounds. And I'm thinking, <laughs> right. well, wait, why? <laughs> which, which is you, it? it which, like is, you do not care that you're fat as a house. Like, wait, fucking pick one. Right. Uh, at one point, Nicole, because she's got this body positivity thing going, she doesn't give a fuck, right? So she yeah. explains what outfit she's wearing. I'm literally right now, you can't see it because it's a podcast, but I'm wearing a lace see-through dress with titties out because I don't <laughs> fucking care. <laughs> I don't know how that got into the recording. I didn't think I had my mic on when I was pulling that clip. My apologies. <laughs> Who the fuck would want to hear about this? Why she, would that be made? I mean, what, what kind of sick bastard would make a lace thing at that size with titties can be hanging out of it? <laughs> That's a good point. Is she wearing drapes? Like, <laughs> I hope no human being made that. That is, they should be thrown into space. <laughs> One other thing about Nicole that just irritates the shit out of me. And she was in Rochester recently. My buddy Vinny interviewed her because she was doing stand up here. And I haven't seen her stand up. I don't know if she's good or not, but she's terrible at ad reads. Oh, oh God. <sighs> she reads them as if she were a child. She, yeah. she sounds like a little kid who receives way too much positive reinforcement from her parents. Like everything she does is amazing. And that's all she's ever heard all of her life. Because what adult would read an ad like this? It's filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, or tapioca starch. Also, it's made in the USA, with ingredients thoroughly sourced from around the world. And there's no animal testing, and there's free shipping and returns. You guys, it works. By the way, she's doing an ad read for a natural deodorant. 
Yes. This is the this is a perfect storm of yeah. the la- very yeah. last thing I want on earth is a show about for and by fat broads selling deodorant that does not work. <laughs> right. And <laughs> I, I want to point out something that's very important in this whole conversation. If you want to go on and say, I am who I am, I'm happy about it, I'm doing everything my way and I'm right. You have a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? <laughs> she could not get someone to date her. She has yeah. only had sex multiple times with one person in her entire fucking life. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. You can't say, I don't give a fuck. I do whatever I want. But I really am I really wish I had a relationship with someone who cared about me. Maybe you should change that. I don't know. I'm gonna throw it out there. If things aren't working the way you're doing things now, I would change them. Yeah. Just a fun Good idea. Point. Plus, fun idea. Plus, Dick, you used to do ad reads back when you were with um, with that other guy, and the thing that they tell you if you ever go on these calls with the the advertisers is they want it to sound like the show. They want it to be seamless so that it's it's like content and people who are listening don't even realize you're doing an ad. When Nicole goes that over the top reading style, it takes a, a lot away from the message itself. Because I'm not buying anything she's selling at that point. It's way too over the top. It's not natural in any way. She sings everything. I don't know what, like, this is, I don't know why these women picked this up. The Haley did the same thing when you did Godzilla versus Podcast yeah. Zero. Maybe it's just these improv women comedians. But they sing, they sing so much that I can tune it out like a baby crying. Like, as soon as they yep. start... As soon as it becomes a song, I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I can't. I cannot dedicate the brain power to decipher what you're saying. I'm out. I'm Haley Mancini. Oh. This, this is Nicole Byer acting like a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's it's embarrassing. It's terrible. The other thing that she does on the show is she likes to pull out her Tinder profile and get the the guests' reaction to it because. Remember, she's trying to get help. Like, I can't get guys to date me. What am I doing wrong? Maybe help me with my Tinder profile. So our friend Tess takes a look at her profile and decides to to critique it a little bit with this. That's very good. I also like that you, you say I got a fat ass, so if you're not into it, bye. Mm-hmm. No, Let him I, know. I love it. So according to Tess, it's a great Tinder profile, except for it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only problem with it. And I like that she says, I love that you say, I got a fat ass. Here's the thing that these obese women don't understand. There are guys who are into fat asses. They're not into yeah. fat women. There's a difference. There's a very big difference. When a fat ass is attached to a fat woman, it takes away all of the fat ass powers. It no longer has the superpowers of a fat ass. You've now negated them all. So stop being proud of that. A r- relatively normal sized ass <laughs> right. like it's not a fat if it's the same size as yes. the rest of you it's a normal sized ass you got to put it on a smaller it's you know it, it's a it's it's a repre- it's a relative thing here relativity you should understand that because you at your size it comes into play all right i gotta get crippled jesus crippled jesus wants to get in on this he had he actually listened to this show i guess he didn't realize before the show that we were going to have him on to review his show. So he went and listened to this podcast, and I feel so bad. I feel bad that anyone listens to these shows. Like, our motto is we listen so you don't have to. Like, to please, to don't put yourself through this. I, I'm i not having fun. I spent a Saturday, 
I spent my Saturday listening to fat women talking about how great it is to be fat. I don't recommend this lifestyle for anyone else. It's not good. You know what? It what it made me more motivated than ever to lose weight. Listening to those fat uh, Tess Holiday talks in a way that I believe is designed to burn less calories. It's interesting. She's so lazy. When she (laughs) barely moving her lips, barely moving her tongue. I think that is a way to burn less calories. It's an innovation in fat studies. I'm not going to lie. I don't talk about personal things very often. I was on the rowing machine right after listening to this podcast. It motivated the hell out of me. I'm like, fuck, I got to burn some calories. This is is not the lifestyle for me. Oh, hey, Colonel Jesus. I want to so hard that I look like a different species. <laughs> right. Hey, can you guys hear me? We can. Yeah. Cripple Jesus. What's up, buddy? I'm sorry you listened to this whole uh, whole show. Do you want to you wanna give us any of your takes on it? Oh, well, I think if you wanted to make a case that you should repeal the, the 19th Amendment, this podcast is it right here. Yeah. <laughs> First, you let women vote, and now they're making podcasts. I think they're taking it too far, buddy. <laughs> You're right. We've given them too much momentum. I, I did a lot of prep for your show. I can't believe I listened to a whole hour of Opie. For well, you, this. Listen, you listen to Opie, too? I listened to Opie talk about the weather and stingrays. Holy shit. I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. I, I haven't even listened to that episode. <laughs> he was out on the boat or something? Yeah, you know what? Actually, because I listened to the Byers and the Opie back to back, and listening to that fat swab with her sing songy voice, it actually made me look forward to Opie. <laughs> Cripple Jesus, like, I can't walk, and this is what brought me to suicide was listening to Opie <laughs> and Michael Byer back to back. Well, my legs, my legs were already crippled, and listening to that show crippled my ears too. So thanks a lot, Carl. Oh, I apologize, buddy. You got a rough life. Cripple Jesus, can you rub it in their face that they're like ten times your size and you literally can't walk? Like, you, how do you stay skinnier than these planets without being well, able? To- um, That's a good point. It's funny to hear fat broads complain about how hard it is to lose weight because I literally lost fifty six pounds and I can't move half my body. <laughs> Holy shit! Cripple Jesus is like our our shield. Right now, like, there's people who listen to the show. It's like, these fucking assholes, they're the worst fucking people. And then we get crippled Jesus out. They're like, all right, well, now we can't. (laughs) That's the end of that. All right, let's talk about your show, Crippled Jesus. I listened to an entire episode of your podcast. So I'm one of the few people in the world who has done that. And yeah, we got we got 30 (laughs) listeners. Watch out, Howard Stern. We're coming for you. Well, you actually might be catching up to Howard Stern where he's at right now. (laughs) So I listened to an entire episode. I have some clips that I want to play from it. And oh, man, I got to tell you, buddy. And you told me not to hold back. Your show is bad at every single level possible. the, The content is beyond boring. The sound, the sound is terrible. There is no editing. There's echoing and computer sounds all over the place. The levels need to be adjusted. Compress it a little bit. Do something on there. It's almost impossible to listen to. 
Well, I don't want to shit on my audio editor, but I'm not really responsible for that. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell do you mean you're not responsible for it? I mean, my audio engineer does that. We have a Sean. Yeah, well, your Sean is no Sean. I don't think you do. Yeah, no shit. I think you have a Juan. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, Let's pick it up right here. This is near the end of the show. For some reason, Dick, you and I both get brought up in, during this shit fest. They're looking for a question that came in on Twitter because they've done no preparation. So sure. the guy has to find it, and you can hear his mouse scrolling as he's scrolling through Twitter. Uh, it's a little bit of a longer clip, but but give it a listen. Yeah, and that uh, old diggity question. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> sorry, there's so much shit on my Twitter. <laughs> I would never fill up my Twitter with crap. Mo, Mo Diggity liked my tweets. Fuck. I like that you're a podcaster, but you have your Windows sounds on. I mean, Dick left his phone on during Biggest Problem. Carl, Carl. That's Biggest Problem, though. Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? This is the kind of shit you'll love to hear. Uh, Whoa! Snacks and Windows computer sounds. I know you love it, buddy. Review mm. our show. We love WATP over here. Luckily, unlike those other shows, I try to edit out all the things I'm bad at. You didn't, though! You left <laughs> it all in! He literally said, I'm going to edit all of this out. I think it's a running gag with him at this oh, point. It's not, it's not a good gag. It's not no, a good gag. it's not a good gag. It's like, uh, it's like ASMR for uh, an accountant or something. Like people who work in a cubicle, they just hear a mouse scrolling all day and various bing bongs from the operating system going on as they're drifting off to sleep. And now, I don't want to get to your quips before you play them. Carl, but do you have a completion of me interrupting guests? No, and that's another thing I wanted to tell you. So, so Crippled Jesus sends me a note. We would love for you to review the show. And I like it when hosts ask me to review their show. I think that's awesome. But don't tell me what to make fun of, asshole. I'll tell you what I'm going to make fun of. I didn't pull any of you interrupting your, your fucking guests. All right? That's not what's funny about your show. What's funny about your show is the actual content itself, like this example, where there's so much dead air, no one knows what the fuck they're doing there. And then when they do come back, when they do come back on, you say something that's completely false. I work hard on it. I just get on the shitter and I think about what I'm going (laughs) to do that day. uh, The upcoming arm wrestling match are you like a professional arm wrestler like in that shitty arnold schwarzenegger movie all right arnold schwarzenegger never made an arm wrestling movie crippled jesus you're thinking of sylvester Sylvester stallone it was yeah it was sylvester stallone yes (laughs) that air is deader than your legs crippled jesus what are you guys Yeah, this should be. This is probably a good time to tell you guys this, but I don't actually listen to these when we put them out. 
Oh. <laughs> well, why do you expect other people to do right. that? How about? Well, I, I have a thing with my voice. I hate hearing my voice, so I can't listen to these. But... <laughs> well, maybe the audio editor could listen to it and edit some of the audio. <laughs> that, that's good. That's good advice. It's it's really easy to do too, especially with dead air. You don't have to listen to it. You can just look at the waveforms in the software and say, "Oh, I can pull all this out." Oh, we can take this and tighten this up a little bit. There is a silence remover (laughs) built into every audio application. You just click it. Removes. All right. I want to talk about, I don't know who's on your show talking here, but he's, you're talking, you live in Detroit, Crippled Jesus, or you live near Detroit? I do. Okay. This guy is talking to you and you mentioned Detroit. And then he asks you this question. Yeah, but I kind of don't want to go to Detroit because I might get shot and like. Even she knows. Yeah. That's a good question. Like, how is Detroit for you? How is what? Detroit for you? Because I I know, I okay. TV and other people tell me that Detroit is quite crime ridden, and I know that like they have like bulletproof glass on some of their McDonald's's. So the question is, like, how does that affect you as a crippled person? All right. First off, <laughs> first off, Detroit sucks for everyone. How is Detroit for a person who can't walk? It's amazing. It's all the crime and everything. No, it's, it's fine. It's great when you can't walk. What kind of fucking question is that? Secondly, he says. I mean, <laughs> he I, don't, I think Detroit gets a bad rap. But that being said, there is a reason why there's bars on every window of the building. It's a shithole. I mean, we all know it. LA's a shithole, right. too. It's fine. Right. Whatever. It's not a big deal. But he even calls his shot. Before he asks the question, he explains that he has a good question. That's a good question. Like, how is Detroit for you? That is not a good question. <laughs> That's a terrible question. Yeah, you know how I know it's not a good question is because you preface it with that's a good question. <laughs> right. Hey, you know what? I got a great question for you. You live in a shithole. How does that work for you? <laughs> Terrible! It sucks, is the answer. If I had legs, I'd run away, is the answer to that. <laughs> what is a possible answer for that? Like, oh, yeah, it sucks for me. If I stop for too long, uh, they steal my wheels, and I, I have uh, they put me on cinder blocks and take my wheels. Like, what is, what is a possible answer that anyone would have had for that? Holy shit, that is the answer. I think Unless you you're talking about an M.C. Escher painting, like what specifically, what specific problem does this have for someone who can't walk? I mean, the buses are pretty bad, but I, like I said, I don't go down there a lot because I don't want to get shot. Yeah, that, that's, that's exactly right. You don't want to get shot, so you avoid the city. Doesn't matter. If, doesn't matter what skin color you have, what disabilities you have. If you dyed your hair that day, none of that matters. It's a shitty place. I want to talk about. There's a guy on your show, and I apologize. I don't know who any of these people are. He has no. It's probably that, Had. He talks a lot on the show. Okay. He's the audio engineer. I know. Poor Had is in our our Discord right now. I'm sure he's not having fun <laughs> with this. At this point, they're talking to to some guy about him having a girlfriend. Listen to how low energy this is. I just want to remind Dick and the other listeners out there, they're trying to put on a show. Uh, but no, Maggie. So with regards to you, like, how have I don't, how have your how has your your thing been going? Have you been able to pull on anyone recently? <laughs> uh, recently, I'm seeing someone. Oh. Uh, 
Well, I mean, there's not much to tell. It's just like a slow, regular <laughs> relationships. Uh... Cripple Jesus, what are you doing? What are you doing? Who are these you know, people who are on your show? Why are they talking about nothing with no energy? Well, you know, sometimes I realize that I interrupt the guests too much. Yeah. But there's actually times in the show where I should probably do that. <laughs> Maybe that isn't the problem. Maybe the problem is that you're not doing it enough. Yeah. Right. So this guy is explaining. Uh, this is an Asian gentleman who's on your show. Who Who is this? An Asian. We had an Asian guy on the show. I know we had an Asian <laughs> woman on the show. This is an Asian guy who explains that he has a girlfriend. And immediately the first question is, like a like a real girlfriend? And he goes, Yeah, yeah, like in real life, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> you don't you don't remember this conversation? Oh, I thought that was an anime weeb that we interviewed. I wasn't aware that that guy was Asian. Oh, okay, because um whoever's interviewing him, maybe it's had, says, I know you're Asian. Is your is your girlfriend Asian? He says, Yes. Anyway, regardless of that. I just want to play this clip because I didn't realize that this is where we're at when you're asking someone if they're dating a woman. Okay, so is is this, um, and again, I'm not trying to be uh, politically incorrect here, is it, a, is it a biological woman? Is it a woman? Is it a trap? Is it a what's the deal? Uh, 100% woman. Whoa. I didn't edit that in any way. He goes, no, 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 it's actually just a woman. The guy goes, whoa. Is that a surprise these days that you'd be dating a, a woman who was born a female? What? You've she's been a woman a her entire life. Why does why is the run up not offensive and then he follows it up with a whoa? <laughs> right, that's the most not offensive all the rest part. of it. What was your reaction going to be if the answer was no? <laughs> Well, and the the only explanation I have for that is in the age of e-dating, you don't know. I mean, look at Chris the Kiwi. He gets catfished all the time. Chris the Kiwi is not a normal person. (laughs) That's not how we're judging society. (laughs) Chris the Kiwi is a lunatic. Oh, shit. Why did he need so many uh, disclaimers before asking if it was a woman? I know. I don't want to be PC. I mean, I know, you know, everybody knows that I donate yearly to the LGBTQT plus association. And, of course, my sister is a lesbian. My father is a homosexual. And my mother is a turtle. I just had to say, is it a woman? What kind of woman are we talking about? One with a vagina, one with boobs. What are we talking about here? What percentage would you say if you had to put a number on it? <laughs> Can you be more specific? Can you look at this? By a woman, I thought, by woman, I could have sworn he meant body pillow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. This is the best because at one point, Crippled Jesus is talking about how he prefers black women to white women because he finds white women boring. But then he also says this. I mean, to be fair, women are boring in general with their conversation and they're kind of shit at it. Cripple Jesus, you have the balls to say that an entire gender is boring? You? That's impressive. You're saying that other people are boring. <laughs> I mean, amazing. we don't do the upspeak, at least. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got me there. Well, there. you and McAfee are in the same boat, I guess. You like black women, huh? What about Nicole Byer? Do you yeah. like her? Yeah, Nicole Byer's single. Did you know that? 
Does she get your wheels spinning? Oh, she's <laughs> she's too fat for my taste. <laughs> Is your chair rated at weights of that size? Could you could she possibly ride your ride on your lap, or is that too much? Would it give out? My um, the back seat of my chair actually does have a weight limit on it, so I'm pretty sure she would Titanic the whole chair if she got on it. <laughs> Dick, you know what's really funny? This whole show, the premise is, why won't you date me? And she explains, yeah. well, I have my own money. Guys don't like that. I'm traveling all the time. She's, she's oh, I'm yeah. black. She has all these reasons. Crippled Jesus just summed it up. He goes, oh, no, she's too fat for me. That's why guys won't date you, Nicole. That's the reason. That's it. Not that she's just too fat. She's she's so fat she'll break my chair. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I love when they go into why guys are intimidated yep. by them. Oh, it's the best. And the la- the capper on it is that I make too much money. Like that is of all the of any reasons I've ever heard in my life why a guy would not date a girl. Never, not even once has she makes too much money come up. Survey says not ever in human history <laughs> has a man given the answer of ah, oh, bitch makes too much money. It just it, it just intimidated me. As a, I just uh, an inf, uh, an entire lifestyle of buying infinite video games and going out every night does not appeal to me. Yeah, I mean, if I dated her, I could probably just quit my job and do whatever I wanted. So that's out. Forget that. It doesn't make any sense. No. I gotta say that I'm already crippled. If I were to date her, I don't need to date a cripple either. That's not gonna improve my life. No. Poor Nicole, man. She <laughs> she's having a tough go at it right now. <laughs> I gotta say the By the way, this yeah. set doesn't have anything <laughs> There's to do the interrupting. with the podcast really, but fuck fat people for taking my <laughs> handicap spots. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. They get their little scooters. Because you don't have self control, you fat pig. Stop taking my spots. Yeah, and they, you know they, what? After she gets diabetes and gets her legs cut off, maybe you guys would have more in common, Cripple oh. Jesus. That's a good way to lose a hundred pounds. <laughs> All right, so Cripple Jesus, I uh, I want to play this clip. You have a great pickup line that you use on women. It's usually the first thing I have to explain to a woman when I'm talking to her is that my penis works. I mean, you're like the Tucker Max of crippled pickup artists. I just walk up to a chick. I'm like, hey, guess what? My dick works. <laughs> <laughs> that, must, that must work really that, well that for is, you. Uh, the best way to do that is to say, oh, my doctor said I couldn't have kids. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like, if you go in there and say, oh, my dick works, they're obviously going to think, well, who the fuck is this rapist? I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. I don't, like mechanized rapist. I don't want to shit on your point there, Cripple Jesus, but single chicks in a bar also don't want to talk about having kids. That's also not a great thing to bring up. You got to ask them. I bet you're one. I bet you're wondering if my dick works. <laughs> right. That would be the way Put to do it. Put them on their heels. That would be the way to do it. Cripple Jesus gives investment advice. And I know you've mentioned many times you have no money, Cripple Jesus. And, no, I do not. And it shows with this investment advice. I, I have a feeling that <laughs> I have a feeling that Dick's gonna love this. Uh, we, we're gonna have a lot to uh, to break down after this clip. Also, Maggie, you had another question that we forgot to answer. I don't think we answered it on the show, but you asked me for investment advice. My advice would be to invest in uh, invest in 
Tickcoin and then start using the Robinhood app and just trade penny stocks. That way you can be <laughs> stock savvy. And what you lose isn't exactly, it's not a big loss. So it wouldn't be a big deal. Even no. if you are shitty at the stock market, you'll probably just lose a couple dollars. <laughs> can, I, can I take the first stab at this one, Dick? And then you can yeah, uh, jump yeah, in. Yeah. Okay. So I think you're being fooled by the word uh, penny stock. So in your mind, you're thinking like, oh, well, I have to invest pennies at a time because it's a penny stock. It's not like you buy two shares of a stock that's worth 75 cents a share. You could still invest thousands and thousands of dollars into penny stocks. Cripple Jesus says, oh, yeah, do penny stocks. You only lose a couple bucks. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's how is that, that works at all Cripple Jesus did you think that you'd just invest a couple pennies <laughs> yeah I, I thought you do like dollar amounts at a time it's not like where you gotta pay like a hundred dollars for a stock I took a page <laughs> if you're investing a hundred dollars just go go find a job yes. you don't need to be worrying about investing a hundred dollars Secondly, no, you pick how much – penny stocks are the most – they're totally unregulated. They're mostly unregulated, yep. and they're, they're very, very risky. Yep. Very risky. You they will can, lose your they money. They could be entirely fake companies. <laughs> like it's boiler room shit. Yep. They're more risky than cryptocurrency. That was the worst investment advice possible. You picked <laughs> yeah. everything that was well, the, guys, the worst advice. I guess advice. I took a page from – I took a page from Ron Babcock, and I thought I could mansplain what – Stock trading is. That's your that's people. your fault. That's the problem right there. Is never trying to do what Ron Babcock does. <laughs> not not a good, good person advice. to emulate. The, the only other thing I want to talk about, you're very excited when you start off the show. Uh you say this. Uh today was a very big week for the cripple cast. First off, today was a very big week. Not correct, but let's keep going. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but <laughs> Larry Widener of that Larry show gave me a shout out this week. Had I think you have the clip. Yes, I do. Here it comes. <laughs> okay, I have to ask a question. So that Larry show gave you a shout out. Did that guy just load up a cassette tape in order to play the clip? What was that noise? I mean, I, I couldn't tell you. I'm kind of a boomer when it comes to tech. <laughs> okay. And stocks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Well, you see, if you play the penny slots, uh, Dick, you can't lose any money because they're, <laughs> yeah. they're penny slots. It's fine. <laughs> you can just gamble all day and all night. You won't lose any money. Holy shit. So uh, he plays the clip of Larry giving Crippled Jesus a shout out. And then uh, Larry says this. By the way, I'm supposed to do a guest shot on his show soon. Follow my show on Twitter at that Larry Show, and I'll give you a heads up. Should be fun. Mm, wrong. <laughs> There's no way that's going to be fun for anyone involved. <laughs> I, I guess it, uh, my final roasting for my own podcast is it's so bad that I don't even listen to it. Well, that's a good point, and I, I have to ask you, you have this music that plays. It's this guitar music. Is it someone you know who recorded that? Is it a friend? It's a it's a guy from another podcast at the okay. Here's what I don't get podcast. Uncle Buck okay. made the music for Uncle me. Uncle Buck. Okay. 
All right, I hope Uncle Buck isn't a, a fan of mine because I'm about to shit on him. This is the worst guitar playing <laughs> I've ever fucking heard. This is this is terrible. <laughs> Wait for it. This part's amazing right here. <laughs> no. That's fucking terrible. Maybe he was trying to play how long that the was. Show. Maybe he was trying to play like a crippled <laughs> I think <thing>. so. <sighs> it's not good. It's not good guitar playing. There's no drums. There's no bass. It's just some guy jerking off in his fucking bedroom. With an electric guitar, it's, that's really bad music. But it does fit the show very well. So, Cripple Jesus, thank you so much for uh, allowing us to review your show. Oh, no problem. I'm a huge fan of the show. Right. And I wonder why. I should probably listen to my podcasts before I release them for the public. Couldn't hurt. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it couldn't hurt, man. Um, can I plug the show real quick? Yeah, but real quick though, it's funny that you do a show that has so much dead air, no one knows what's going on, there's confusing conversations all over the place, and you don't spend the time to go in and go, you know, I should give that a quick listen before I put it on the internet. (laughs) You don't think that that might be a good, all right, yeah, go ahead and give a plug. So we're, um, we're... On Google and iTunes, just search <laughs> Cripplecast. And we're also at SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Cripplecast. If you hate yourself and you want to waste an hour of your time, go ahead and listen to the show. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. You can't even find this show. You don't have a website. You're not even on those websites that just have all the podcasts on them, like Player FM or something. I, I couldn't find your show anywhere. It was almost we impossible. Tried to get- we tried to get on Whipson, but I'm too poor to afford the feed, so. <laughs> well, even Kai is now crushing you in the uh, in the Discord. All right. Cripple Jesus, thanks for coming on, buddy. Get out of here. We thanks for having me yeah, on. Man. It was awesome, guys. Yeah. It was Good great. luck, Cripple Jesus. Good luck to you, Good buddy. Luck. Keep doing the podcast. It's early, man. My show sucked the first dozen or two episodes, so. I, I totally get Yeah, it. I still don't think we're as bad as Opie. You can debate me on that, but... <laughs> okay, well, if that's the standard that you're going by, then yes. Your show is better than Opie, who goes on a boat and sets down a Zoom recorder and then you listen to him fish. Yes, it's better than that. You got me. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. See ya. See ya. He's got to really yell at his audio engineer. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have a little conversation, I think. Uh, yeah, don't you... Don't you fucking embarrass me like that again. You listen to it. You fix it. Your fucking, your bits are not funny. You never do a bit. You never do a bad audio bit, you son of a bitch. (laughs) That would be amazing. That's what the next show should be. Cripple Jesus, just do a show of you berating the audio engineer for an hour. That would be good. That would be good content. (laughs) Make me look stupid in front of Carl. (laughs) That's awesome. I listened to all of Opie. It didn't even fucking matter. <laughs> oh, it's great. All right, here's a uh, a segment on our show that we like to do that's called Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. This is the Cringe of the Week where somebody sends in a clip from a podcast that they think is terrible, 
And this week we had Larry who sent in this clip through our email and also posted it in our sub. So here you go, Larry. Yeah, so what they figured out is instead of having the penis, they'll have girls go to town with tentacles and stuff to replace the penis. You have never seen tentacle porn, even though they're not tentacle No, porn. I've never seen tentacle porn. I will once you shut this thing off. <laughs> no. On your phone right now, go to, I'm sure it's even on Twitter. Trust me, this is not, you know, where I go in my spare time. I'd rather go to amateur sex. Now, now put in tentacle porn and see what comes up. Tentacle porn. All right. All right. Tentacle some... erotica. All right, what do we got so far? Oh, shit. <laughs> You've never seen this before? Oh, fuck, I love it. Oh, it goes in all the holes. Yeah, it's like it's like the, uh, the octopus is very horny, so it uses its arms. Some people say tentacles, uh, and they put them in all the holes. This one. That would be our friend Opie on Opie Radio as they discover tentacle porn out of uh, Japan together that was opie explaining about the holes and stuff or was yes. Opie pretending not to know what tentacle porn was no that was opie explaining it but saying that he doesn't watch it i, I don't i, oh, I watch yeah. amateur porn but but just so you know there's this thing that exists and that i was... cannot wait till we get rid of this boomer impulse to lie about not knowing what pornography is right. like, oh i saw i heard about this weird pornography <laughs> it's called f- 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 furry? Furry pornography? <laughs> Have you ever heard? Yeah, everyone's heard of it. Everyone's seen it. Everyone, everyone, everyone watches Big Titty Hentai. Get over it. We're not, I'm fucking tired of pretending that we don't do this. Shut uh, up. I'm uh, sorry, do you pronounce that cuckold? How do you pronounce it? I don't know. I've never heard, I've never seen it. I, I don't know what it is. Why would anybody get off to this? Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, I, can, I easily can imagine. I easily can imagine. Why are you? Let me let me see your Google search history. No, 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 get away. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's weird that three you private browsers open on your machine. It's weird that you would bring it up. Oh, you guys hear about this thing? But then immediately have to say, by the way, this is not my thing. I'm just the one. I'm just the one talking about it and bringing it up. But, talking about it like a child too. They go in all the holes. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They go in all the, the holes. holes. It's not a bowling ball. And, and this is, by the way, this eroticism has been around since like the Edo Japan period, and before that, everybody understands. Like it's you're you're making it something stupid, but it's high art. What that uh, throughout the ages, we understand this sexuality at a better level than a fucking child. But it goes in all the holes. <laughs> go, go, you, you guys gotta see this. It goes. You can see the pubic hair. You can see. Okay. <laughs> the boobies. <laughs> um, so last week we did a cringe of the week, and I was surprised to hear there was a karaoke show. There's a podcast oh. called Karaoke Big E. And this guy was singing a Creed song. So this podcast exists where they sing karaoke songs. This is worse than the Fat Cast. (laughs) Was that what that was called? The Fat Cast? It should be called the Fat Cast. (laughs) So this, this, um, this show found out that we did their show as Cringe of the Week. Now, keep in mind, Dick, Cringe of the Week is a single clip. We, it takes about, I don't know, two and a half minutes for us to, play it and talk about it and then we move on and it's sandwiched by us shredding other shows to pieces yeah. 
Like, if if my show was on someone's cringe of the week, I'd go, oh, okay, that's neat. These people took so much offense to it. They were so upset. <laughs> <laughs> they dedicated their entire next episode to it. So I just want to play a couple clips from And this, this. is a karaoke podcast? This like, is the, the most embarrassing thing you can do, and they're humiliated by this? This is amazing. So this is them explaining that they're not just a karaoke podcast, Dick. If you would uh, listen to, if your little crony wouldn't have sent you a clip of the show and mm-hmm. you would have listened to the whole fucking show, yeah, you would figure out real quick we do not take ourselves seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> this is first and foremost a comedy podcast. Oh yeah, that's premised around karaoke. Okay, so I misunderstood. I thought there was a karaoke podcast because it's called Karaoke Big E. And they sing songs, karaoke style, but it's actually a comedy podcast. Oh, yeah. That, that does not take themselves seriously at all. Right. So I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. So when I heard that, I'm thinking like, oh, good. And they probably took our ribbing in stride and they're like, oh, it's all good, guy. That's funny. We're doing a funny show, too. Let's all just have fun together. So this is an example of some of their jokes that they have on their show. There's so many <laughs> shitty podcasts out there. Of course you've got content. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. They're, they're all yeah. Their whole thing is, uh, uh, grass is green. Oh, <laughs> oh, there are shitty podcasts. We we think they bad. Oh, yeah. Ooh, podcast bad. Did you spell? Are you dipping? So what's on you want to do first? Great improv skills, dummy. Jesus Christ. That's fucking terrible. Don't declare yourself a comedy show and then have zero jokes. Well, it makes yeah, it you're difficult. Gonna- you're the big fish in a small pond if you're a karaoke podcast. You're going to be a comedy <laughs> podcast. Your material yeah. just got a lot shittier. <laughs> yes! That's a great point. Embrace the fact that you're a karaoke podcast. You're number one. You're the yeah. number one. You guys don't want to pull this thread. Just be karaoke. Oh, what? they made a cute joke. How about that? A karaoke DJ has a very low bar because people are compelled to celebrate the karaoke part. This is them telling us to fuck off. Usually I'm not, like, honest on these podcasts that much. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of poking fun and being like, these guys are fucking assholes. Because they are, but, like, genuinely, there is no... They are doing nothing. They're, they're literally doing nothing, and so fuck them. You know, they're, they're doing a podcast about <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. yeah. The fuck? And if yeah. we wanted to be so famous hard. singers... So fucking hard. So hard. So this is their take on it. They're like, oh, fuck oh these God. guys. Man, they didn't like our show. Fuck them. And the one guy has the balls to say this. This is unbelievable. Yeah. And, uh, it, and, and go ahead, Blake. If you have a show about a podcast, you have a show, a podcast about podcasts, yeah. is you're unable to make your own content. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally. <laughs> you're relying on everybody else's content. Now, here's. No, you're not. You're so, really not. So, Dick, this is a karaoke show. And they said that we don't have original content. Is that fucking amazing? You're singing other people's songs as the content Poorly. of your show, and you're calling me out? Holy shit. Your, your podcast is based on singing other people's songs to people who are just waiting for their turn to go up and make asses of themselves. Yes! Like, your, your entire, the subject of your show is based on a, a waiting in line. Yeah, nope. Because people can't just sing at the same time. They have to force. <laughs> Your show is based on uh, like a child's talent show where they have to stay there yes. and wait for you to sing your dog shit song just so they can get up there and force you to listen to their dog shit rendition of someone else's song. That's a brilliant observation. 
karaoke by its very nature is not something you go to unless you want to also be on the stage singing. Yeah. It would be like if I started a podcast that was called uh, Open Mic. Hey, it's a bunch of guys who can't get a crowd to come see them perform comedy, so they have to all get a chance and take their turn. It's the Open Mic Podcast. Who the fuck would want to listen to that? And by the way, it's your podcast is not relying on other people's content. If other people had content, your podcast <laughs> wouldn't exist. That's true. Because there would be nothing to make fun of. It relies on people failing at what they're doing. That's a good point. You know, a show that I've never reviewed is the Joe Rogan experience because he has a very good podcast. If that was yeah. the only show out there, <laughs> WATP would not exist. That's a great point. The guy, the one guy gets so pissed that he throws his phone. He uh, he put me down too. Yeah. And I, uh, I threw my phone against the wall. I put a hole in my wall. <laughs> they're very upset about this. What did you say? I just didn't like the, their singing. I didn't like the song they picked. And I thought oh, it was, they sing uh, on that thing. They sing. They were singing a Creed song. It's a karaoke oh. podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> Why don't they just tape? The, are they jerking off while they're doing it? Like, yes. What is the, this is like a dick pic sent to the entire world. <laughs> so, re- recording yourself singing karaoke. Uh, this is again uh, them calling us out. Anybody that does podcasts. Just shitting on podcasts or reviewing podcasts, they have no creative endeavor whatsoever. They're just like, oh, here's a very easy thing. We can just pick random podcasts and just shit on them. Yes, I know. I'm well aware of that. This is an easy format. I just happen to be the first one to pick it. So I apologize. Yes, shitting on shitty podcasts is easy. Those guys are about as tough as the gay couple in Seinfeld. (laughs) So you're not scared of them coming after us, Nick? You're not worried about this? I'm not worried about having to go fuck myself from those guys. They were trying to figure out every reason to make fun of me. One of the reasons was they read the description of the show. It said, Carl and a rotating list of guest hosts. Like, he can't even get a regular guest host on his show. (laughs) That's That's not the point, asshole. I'm not trying to get a regular guest host on the show. Meanwhile, karaoke is like heroin. Like as long as as long as you're willing to sit there and listen to it, some poor degenerate will always step up and sing to yep. a MIDI track. <laughs> this is true. Oh, and those those MIDI tracks that they sing to are garbage. Uh, he does say this, which I have good news for him. You're gonna sing but it so poorly. Apparently- it's got- and and I want to point this out before I play this clip. We're in their heads. There's this woman who's on the show who's gonna sing Dolly Parton. And she's already nervous that we're going to pull clips and make fun of her. <laughs> You're going to sing but it so poorly it's going to end up on suck. that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to be like, that bitch. Yeah. No, I uh, yeah, I might know it, though. Just the court. I, I, hope, they, I hope they bring us up every fucking week. And, uh, not, the, and they have listeners. See, the thing is, they're not going to listen to us again because all they're going to do is listen to actual shitty ones. And good for you. Right. Fuck, fuck off, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the level of butthurt is so weird. <laughs> Hilarious comedy. I know. It's a great comedy show, guys. Oh, I hope they listen to us every week. Well, well they won't. They won't. Uh. Anyway, that's all the clips I have, except for the one of the girls singing Dolly Parton. I don't know if you want to hear this or not, Dick. We can move on if you want. Well, I really, really want to hear it. Oh, okay. Well, in that case. that you can do to play it. <laughs> in that case. I just need, the, I need a beautiful song to wash the day of fat body positivity yes. and uh, soy boys insulting me. Good point. Okay. Well, in that case, let me play just this this singer who comes on a karaoke show podcast because she's a great singer and she wants to share her talents with the world. 
That all I really know is here you come again. And here I go. Oh, oh, oh. Here I go. Oh man. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> Why would they do that? Good stuff, guys. <laughs> Why would they do that? Good, good stuff. What's she singing into? An SM57? Like, is she singing into a can? A talk boy? Oh. Is she singing into... Is she just singing right onto the tape? That was terrible. Why would they mix her like that? That poor woman. I don't think the mix is the problem, Dick. I don't think all the... I don't think Sean, the audio engineer, could have fixed that. All the mixing in the world. Oh, someone was giving her uh, the beat by uh, by that game operator. <laughs> there were, she couldn't have been listening to that backing track, could she? Holy she was nowhere shit. close. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a whole podcast with, with that? Yes. Where they sing all the time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I'm ever going to kill myself, I'll go find it. That'll cure me. Karaoke Big E. I pronounced it wrong last time, so now I know. And every time, in between every song, they had to make more comments about us. Like, it was so festering for them. They're like, fuck those fucking guys. Ah. <laughs> they don't get it. We're just putting on a fun show. Oh, boy. All right. We got to talk about Maddox. Oh, yeah, sure. Do you have time still, Dick? Can you hang out for a little yeah, bit? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. That's great. So if we're gonna bash on Maddox, of course I'll always. Uh, oh. I'm like the Kool Aid Man. If anybody bashes on Maddox, <laughs> you just, just jump. Yeah. You guys talking about Maddox in here? What's going on? <laughs> What's just going here? on? It's <laughs> awesome. So I went on Dick's show last weekend, the weekend before, and we pulled some clips from the very last episode ever of the best debate in the universe, and Dame Pesos actually pulled some clips. I've now listened to that entire. Three hour plus long episode. Oh God! I know. Did and you I, listen to the edited version or the live stream version? I listened to the edited version, whatever they put out. I downloaded it. Okay. And I have to give Dame huge props. The clips that he pulled were the clips to pull. The, the, it was perfect. So what I pulled here are other things. I didn't want to do any repeat stuff that we've already talked about. But I also want to let everybody know that Dame is here with us. Hey! <laughs> not really. Oh, not really. I just have his laugh on my soundboard. <laughs> I, thought it would make, I thought it would make this more fun. It makes me happy every time I hear it. <laughs> me too. It's the best. So let's get into it. I have a few clips here to talk about it. This show, did, now, how much of it did you end up seeing or listening to? You know what? I only listened to Dame's clips. Okay. The enti- I had his stream on mute, and I was just reading the chat the entire time. Okay. So none of it. The debate is what's so great about Maddox, or what's the best thing about Maddox, or something like that. And oh, so, what yeah. a hug box. I know. I know. So for this the- is the yeah. ultimate cope episode. This yeah. is my last show. I need all my friends to come in and tell me how great I am. So for the first two hours, he just has rotating people coming in and out, in and out. Hey, tell me what's great about me. And then they talk about that. It's terrible. It's not interesting. It's a bore fest. There's no jokes being told. At least Rucka is trying to mix it up a little bit, but it's not good. In hour number three, 
Maddox just wants to talk about he has 17 pages. He mentions this multiple times. He has 17 pages of topics that he was going to get to had the best debate continued on. Oh, my God. Okay. So I want to start off by playing, and this is all he wants to talk about. These are all the things that we would have done. I'm going to um, play a clip here of him just listing show topics. Should parents be responsible for their children's discipline problems? Should bullies be held responsible if the results, if excuse me, if it results in a victim's death? Is it better to date someone intelligent or attractive? I think we uh, that was one of yours, yes. Kelly. Yeah. Um, should all nations have the right to nuclear weapons? Should we reintroduce corporal punishment in schools? Should there be a fat tax? Do ghosts exist? Is it rude? <laughs> is it rude? Is it rude to ask people how much money they make? As he's going through all these things that they'll never talk about, I don't understand why he thought that would be good content to list all the things that he had at one point written down. You mean instead of, like, talking about them with all of those people gathered around? Correct. Instead of making your friends tell tell you nice things about you because they're not really insult comedians and because you cry easily and hurt them. <laughs> right. So, and you can't mention the lawsuit. Like, you can't mention your own gigant- biggest fuck-ups. Right. Instead of doing that, uh, you mean actually go through and have these debates, which would be, like, what the show's premise is, instead of just lifting off topics so people think you're smart for questioning these things? You mean, like, that? Right. You're wondering that? Right. So it's at one point, Rucka just gets super fucking annoyed. And there's something very telling in this clip. Okay, are you done, Rucka? Anything else you want to no, add? No, I'm sorry for disturbing your list of topics we're not debating to to actually provide oh. some personal insight on something. Oh, great. Okay, so on the sorry, final I'm show sure of I'll a debate a to podcast, bring this up next week. We will, yeah, you won't get a fucking chance again. And I can't tell these topics, these debate topics of these 17 pages of work that I did. No one will ever know. So this is oh my god yes. yeah so meltdown so Dick this is very telling what's going on here is that Maddox has done some prep work he's spent I don't know how many months writing down different topics that they could bring on and now he knows that he's never going to get to them but he needs credit he needs yeah. everyone to know that he did all of this work no guys look at I have seventeen pages I'm, I'm reading them right now see I came up with this idea and this idea and this idea Maddox let it fucking go move on. You're not going to do them. Why are you explaining these to us? And Rucka just got fed up. Like, okay, are we going to talk about shit? Or are you just going to list everything we could possibly be talking about, but we're not? Are you going to list of, are you going to read your list of terrible Reddit conversation starters? Right, yes. Like, you brought me here to waste (laughs) my time to do this emotional jerk-off fest because you need credit for failing. Right. Oh, my God. What a fucking lunatic. Maddox and his, or George, excuse me, Maddox is dead. Right. George and his prep work, his obsession with getting credit for prep work is uh, is insane. It's it is it's weird because he's a, he's a content creator. That's all he should be doing all the time. And as someone who's played in bands for many, many years and, and now doing this podcast – Creating content is not a noble thing to do. It's creating the good content. And I hope that most of the stuff that I create, no one ever sees. It never sees the light of day because a lot of it's not that good. And I I never would go on here and brag about all the songs that we never recorded that I wrote. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. That's your farewell tour. That's Guns N' Roses' farewell tour. Right. They just go to stadium after stadium and play riffs that they never developed into songs. Right. And then they they angrily berate the audience for not not treating that like it was a song. Uh, you narcissistic fucking lunatic. It's unbelievable. Alright. <laughs> Here's a little thing I wanted to turn into a song. What do you think? What do you think, everybody? I'm pretty great, right? <laughs> that's that's what Maddox is doing. He's going, by the way, I'll never actually do this, but if I had, it would have been amazing. I Whatever. Do it, but it sucked, so no one so I have to cancel it, but here's more here's even less than that. At one point. Now we have, and I don't know a lot about the best debate. I never listened to the show. I've listened to a couple episodes to review them, but apparently it was him and, and Rucka and then Rucka left and then Ron Babcock and, and Taylor joined the show. So is that true? Is that correct? Am I right about that? That's what I know. I think okay. I've only listened to it once for this show. Okay. So these guys are way up their own asses. They think that they're a real show that people care about. So it's, it's this is Rucka, Ron, and Taylor talking. All right, so I want to talk about. So the, let's let's I, guys, this is surreal for some people watching. They've never actually seen the three of us in the same place. Yeah, this is surreal for the viewers. It's just it's, all three of us are here on the show together. Can you believe it? <laughs> they think they're on a real show. <laughs> they never thought it would happen. Do dozens of emails from people coming in. They just can't. They want they us to get believe. our comedy minds together to blow them out, to blow their asses off, so we can sell more of George's hair cream or whatever the fuck he's shilling in this episode. What kind of pompous bullshit is that? There are people right now who are their minds are blown that the three of us are all on this show right now. So we should probably break down a little bit of the behind the scenes. We gotta let them know what's going on. It's like the lamest cop-out meta humor that you could have. Yeah. Like it's not a joke. It's like it's like when people comedians do this, but I guess everybody does it. You can easily see comedians do it when they say their fear, they pretend like they actualize their fears into content, into what they claim is content, but it's always self-indulgent. Like that's not a funny joke because nobody's thinking it. People are thinking the the opposite like there's nothing nothing is preventing you losers from getting together and nobody wants it you're just <laughs> right. actualizing your failure and right. saying it out loud so you can cope with it but it's not content so you're uh, you're it's not a joke so you think that that was said tongue in cheek i don't think it was i i think it's different i don't think it's tongue in cheek i think it's guys saying what's happening but not preventing it from happening like when cripple jesus says, well i don't even listen to it nobody you, nobody should listen to it. it's like no god damn it you fucking put your ass you put your ass into it and you put something out that you believe in don't give me that cop out shit <laughs> dame agrees uh, later on in the show Maddox also thinks that he's doing a real show when he says this. You know, like one of those things. So this the topic. If you're just joining us, guys, <laughs> we've got in the room therapist Kelly, Christina. We've got Rucka and Taylor. He has to do a reset for everyone who's just joining us now. <laughs> Maddox, you're not. This is not the Tonight Show. There are people just like flipping through the channels and tuning in. For all the people who've just joined us, here's what's going on right now. You can't randomly join a podcast in the middle of it. Nothing a... exists for you to randomly turn to hour two of a podcast. He's such a moron. That's such a radio thing to do. All right, if you're just joining us on the phone, we have so, so 
It's like, Maddox, no one's just joining you. We got the weather and traffic coming up next <laughs> for the entire Earth. Yeah. All right. If you're just joining us, I have Dick Masterson and I. We're talking about Maddox's <laughs> last show ever. Oh, boy. All right. I have a few more clips here that I want to get oh, to. Oh, good. This is Mattis goes off on some poop stories, which is always fun. No, I didn't. Ta- I do sometimes take a, a, a photo. Oh, oh, you guys want to hear my um, grossest poop story? No, no, nope, nope. And the show has reached a new low. <sighs> this is this is what you missed out on by not uh, listening to the show. Nope, 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 and no. <laughs> yeah. Does no, he tell it gonna... anyway, or does of he course. complain about? No, 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 no. He, tells, he tells it anyway. It's great. This is a clip that I don't know what's going on here, and I need your help explaining this. Okay. The equivalent. Oh, I the, thought it was the election happened, and then two, a third of your audience. And this is right after we played the clip on your show where he's talking about all of the downloads they've had. He's going very specific into the numbers. And in November of 2017, oh, yeah. they changed the counting method. And for that reason, you know, we, we got fewer downloads, but we still have this many downloads. So after that, this happens. The equivalent. Oh, I thought it was the election happened and then two, a third of your audience committed suicide. Why? Because was that a debate? I don't know. I was just. Oh, like oh you're Hillary, making Hillary. 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 Okay. <laughs> you're a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> there you, go. You, got, you, you know what? That was uh, totally authentic. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was a good zinger. Jesus Christ. You're acting like the most seasoned comedian on earth. So did. I didn't edit any of that. Did Rucka call Maddox a cuck? I think so. I have it zoomed in right here, so listen again. Okay. <laughs> You're a cuck. <laughs> How did he allow that on his show? I, I feel like Maddox doesn't like people calling him a cuck. Am I wrong about that? You're 100% right <laughs> about that. So um, how, how did that get left in to this episode? I don't know. Uh, it's also interesting that he went from two-thirds of your audience left <laughs> you to one-third. Yeah, I know. It kept changing. And then he turned it into a joke, which I don't think he meant right away. Right, uh, and then the cuck thing has nothing. The cuck, the him Rucka calling Maddox a cuck makes me think at first he intended to just say two thirds of your audience left you because you turned into an idiot. Johnson Brown in the uh, Discord says Josh from Kiwi Farms was DMing each of the people at the table, asking them to call Maddox a cuck, and <laughs> Rucka obliged. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think that's what's that's going funny. on here. I, I think I think Rucka, like you said, he had the Taco Bell shirt on. I think he came in there saying, "Fuck this guy." I'm gonna let him know that he sucks, and he was the only entertaining part of the show. Yeah, um, I, I've heard some people say that. I I don't. I, I'm I'm not satisfied with that. If even if he was doing it, I'm still not satisfied with that. That lawsuit cost me a lot of money. I understand. And Rucka was right there the whole time. Yep, I t- totally understand. But Rucka does get one good jab in that I do want to play for you. Uh, and so they asked me to come on the show and read an original piece. Oh, wait. Before I do that, i got to set this up. Okay. So he's talking about Don and Mike. Do you, are you familiar with the Don and Mike show? I am not. Okay. Don and Mike was out of Washington, D.C., but they were syndicated here in Rochester. I used to listen to them, and apparently they were in Utah, too. So Maddox talks about that. I love Don but and Mike. We have Don that in common. So Don and Mike yeah. is the show that kind of put me on the map. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I was such You're huge fans. Map? So Don and Mike, back in the day, <laughs> uh, when I was like 16 years old, I was listening to the Don and Mike radio show, and that was like my favorite talk show of all time. It was syndicated in Utah. Then it wasn't one day. 
Then when I, I woke up one morning and I saw my inbox flooded with email. I had, I had like over 100 emails in my inbox. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? Why are all these people emailing me? And it turns out that I was mentioned on the Don and Mike radio show. Day, day, <laughs> all right. So that's Riley's explaining that he was on the Don and Mike show because they were talking about his website. Back oh, wh- wow, wow, which has no ads on it. Whoa. <laughs> Did he tell you that? So a mention on a radio show. <laughs> oh, my God. You're on the map. You're, you're on, on the, the map. fucking map. <laughs> so then he's talking about how Don and Mike had him on their show. And this is where Rucker gets a pretty good jab in. Uh, and so they asked me to come on the show and read an original piece that I wrote. And that's the piece I wrote. It's called I Am Better Than Your Kids. That's the piece that kind of. What were they uh, reading from you before that? Just all my articles. They just went like through. Like what? Like, I hate Tony Danza. I know that's. <laughs> yeah. I know like two of your things. <laughs> so I thought that's funny because that's the only thing that Maddox has done. It's like your kids suck. And he goes, well, what else is there? You, they well, discovered minute, you before that. Are you, are you telling me that Maddox wrote a visual gag for a radio show? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> That was his, like... If That's what he read I'm on not, their show? If somebody sent me that in for my show, I'd say, how the fuck am I supposed to read this on the air, you dipshit? What, it's just what a, you, it's a drawing with crayons. What am I supposed to do with that? It doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, and he, it doesn't work if I describe it and then re-describe it satirically. Doesn't work, you <laughs> fucking moron. A C- couple more clips that I want to play. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so they're asking, what's the best thing about Maddox? And um, Taylor comes up with something. He says, and, and he's, he's having a hard time. Taylor's struggling with this. He's like, oh, because um, I think everyone on the show wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a roast to like, oh, the best <laughs> thing about you is your feet stink, you know? Or if they're supposed yeah. to be like, oh, you're so generous and, and funny. <laughs> no one knew That's how to play it. That's What's a roast that gets out of control real quick, though, when someone yes! is a failure. Right. Like, you roast people who are successful. You don't, like, what Maddox <laughs> needs is an intervention, not yes. a roast. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the, the best thing about me. Oh, the best thing about you is your career was as big as it ever would have been 15 years ago? Is that <laughs> a good thing about you? <laughs> You've been on the decline for a decade? Uh, what do you want me to say here? So, Taylor, uh. Taylor really struggles with it. And, um... He comes up with this fucking thing that he's like, well, you're a really good listener. And Maddox is like, yeah, 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 I am. And then Taylor says, well, and because of that, you have all these stories. You can tell all these different stories. You know, you know, you know, stories about every different thing that's ever happened. And instead of Maddox saying, yeah, that's true. He likes to embellish the compliment. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. So I'm always saying things like. Um, oh, a friend of mine did this, or I went out with this girl who did this. So oftentimes, first of all, I do I do have a lot of friends. Uh, you know, that's not even a humble brag. That's a regular brag. <laughs> How is so, that? A, so do so do women and so do girls in high school. They have a lot of friends. What do you mean it's a brag? It's not impressive. He go, he goes on a show. He goes, all right, the premise of the show is to tell me how great I am. Someone goes, well, you know, you're really great. He's like, yes, you're right, I am, and I have a lot of friends. What kind of show is this? What the fuck? Who the fuck brags? What man brags about how many fucking friends? Probably the same kind of man who brags about how many times he's been the best man at a wedding, which Maddox has also done. Yeah. I'm everyone's best friend, are you? Did you? 
It's Who fun- cares? It's funny, too, because remember the episode before the final episode? You played a clip on your show where he talks about, you know, it's going to be tough because these Saturdays I have all my friends over. We go out for a drink afterwards. It's like people only hang out with you because you have this show. If you just yeah. called them up and said, hey, do you want to get together? They're like, nah, not really. <laughs> I'm going to no, pass your friends on with a bunch of L.A. assholes, L.A. Right. asshole comedians who only are there to get a mention on your stupid show. Right. And I have a perfect example of that. So there's this guy, Zach. And Zach is a magician and a comedian. Uh. This is the worst introduction. If you're going to have a guest on your show, Dick, and you've had some big names on your show, this is not the way to introduce somebody who's coming on. Zach started pulling out these uh, magic tricks that were just mind-blowing. And I know I know it sounds like one of those compliments I would give to somebody who's sitting in the room with me, uh, but it's absolutely sincere. I'd say it regardless. Cause, uh, Thanks, buddy. Zach, I was thinking about those, those tricks you did like the day after, and they're so impressive. Uh, so everybody who was watching these tricks were really their, – their jaws dropped. It was, it was really good. I, you didn't have to be that good, Zach. Like that's the thing. With magic tricks, a little bit goes a long way, don't, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. So there's two things what going the on. Fuck? Yeah, I know. There's two things going on here. First off, he says, um, this guy, I, I just saw his show and it was really good. And normally when I say that, I'm just blowing smoke up somebody's ass. But for you, I'm actually being truthful. Your show was good. Like, oh, okay. I don't know how to take that. Yeah, I want to tra- track the whole thing. Like, oh, usually when I say like, oh, uh, to see how many layers of doubt Maddox has implanted in my mind before he intro- before he before he instantly stumps the guy by changing the course of the conversation at the very last moment. Oh, right. So then he says, so he goes through all this shit. You were you were really good. I was surprised. You know, you were great. And he goes, he's talking to a magician, and he says. You know, you were actually really good, but you don't need to be that good, right? Like, what's <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like? Yeah, oh uh, yeah, I guess, I guess not. Like, wh- why would you have so many tricks? What? what <laughs> yeah, what? What do you mean by this? Like, it's like, oh, uh, your your stand-up was pretty funny, but I don't know wh- why was it that funny. Like, it doesn't even have to be that funny. <laughs> yeah, you're putting you're you putting way too much work into your <laughs> you're putting too much work into your you- craft. What do you mean a little bit goes a long way in magic? What the fuck are you talking about? What, is it, what does what that mean? Did? I've seen a lot of magicians who just kind of half-ass it, and they're great, too. Like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's okay, here's a great, Matt, Maddox is so narcissistic, he, he can't give, he's incapable of giving a compliment. He says something nice, then betrays it by saying he always lies. Yep. You know he's lying there. Yep. Then, he's, then he says, then he makes, then he exaggerates a statement and says that <laughs> other people thought it too so you think okay well this this isn't them saying it so now i believe it even less and then he goes on to discount his discredit his own opinion by saying that less would have been just fine as well <laughs> none of that makes sense this is how we introduced the guy the guy just walked into the studio and he has to contend with like well, how do you respond to that I don't know. Wouldn't you agree with me that that, that, that uh, you don't need that much in magic? Wouldn't you agree with me that your life is a lie? <laughs> so you're I mean, a magician. No, um, magicians are bullshit, right? Wait, what? I <laughs> thought we were friends. Explain to, explain to everyone why I think that. I don't know, man. You're an idiot. I don't know what to tell you. So at one point, Maddox insults this guy, Zach, by oh. by saying... You do comedy too, right? And Zach says this. Zach, you've been doing a, a shit ton of comedy lately too. 
That's uh, what I do for a living. That's Matt right. Alex. <laughs> I'm a comedian <laughs> for and people, a magician. For people in Los Angeles, where can people come see you do your live shows? So he says, you know, you've been doing comedy. He goes, I am a professional comedian. That's, <laughs> that's what comedians do is they do comedy. And I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on Zach because after Maddox gives him a chance to give a plug, uh, Zach says this. If you go to my website, which is ZachWaldman.com, there's a public performance schedule. There's nothing on there right now, but I'll have some dates added soon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where can people see you? Oh, just go to my website. There's a, a, a list of all the shows. There's no shows, but there's a, there's a link. In the navigation, there's a link that has a list. Well, there would be a list of all, all the shows if I was booked anywhere. But I will get booked at some point, so just check. Just keep checking. <laughs> what a fucking train wreck. This it's show like is terrible. It's like little kids playing pretend talk show. Yes! Like terrible introductions. Thank you! Yes! For guests that have nothing to plug. Like, what are you doing, man? Why did you do this for so long? And the show... I hope it was to spite me, because then I feel like I won even more. Yes, because this show is not a show. It's these no. guys talking about nothing. It's uncomfortable. It's random. At one point, Taylor even calls him out for how long it's going on. I kind of uh, like the idea that, that, like, for this last episode, we're just going on. And, like, it's a, like the ultimate troll is, like, how yeah. long can this episode actually no. be? Even Taylor's feeling like, why are we? Con- that was, by the way, there's still an hour to go after he says that. That's even a guy who's on the show going, what are we doing, guys? We're just dragging this out forever? Is this what's the reason for this? I like that Maddox instantly uh is there to shut down any criticism like any he has this thing of um like he's thinking he thinks he's marketing a big brand right. where any negative commentary on it will get in people's minds and like <laughs> Way them to so as soon as he hears that it's boring, he's like, Oh, uh, uh, he used to do that to me all the time. And the biggest problem, if I said anything was boring, you'd go, like, Hey, 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 like, I mean, that's not cool. Like, we can't talk about things are boring. I'm like, I don't know, man. It was a fucking boring game and dumb. Like, I I don't know what you want me to say. I'm trying to make some fun out of it here by ripping on it at least. He, um, he gives zero credit to the intelligence of the listeners. He says it as in jest, but he means it for real because. You're right. He doesn't want any negativity to give out because he thinks that that will be what sticks in people's brain instead of them actually forming their own opinion. So what he used to do is he would say, wow, this is really funny. Wow, we're having a lot of fun. This has been a great show. This was a great debate. It's like, let me judge whether or not this was fun or great. Don't tell me that. I've never once come on this show and been like, we're going to have a great show today. Dick Masterson (laughs) is here. He's really funny. Like, we'll just, either we'll be funny or not, we'll figure it out. People will fucking know. You can't convince them. He's a he's a comedian, so make make sure that you adjust yourself to yeah. understand that he's joking before people, he makes jokes. People, sit tight. We got LA-based comedian Dick Masterson on the show today. It's gonna be a humdinger. It's oh, it's ridiculous. Idiot. I hate that shit where you think that you tell. This is what Opie does too, and I hate, I hate to always talk about Opie, but it's this thing where if we just tell people this thing enough times, they'll have to believe it. It's like a, a politician. Yeah. So no, yeah. no one's buying it. They're, they see what you're actually doing. It's not fun or funny or interesting. All right. <laughs> I, I love it it's when like Maddox... It's a fat chick telling you how sexy she right! is all the time. It's like, it's like a fat chick who can't get a date and has never had a guy sleep with her more than once getting out and yeah. saying, I guess guys don't like me because I'm just too funny. 
No, yeah. that's that's <laughs> not. Why, like, guys hate girls who are witty and make a lot of money. What? Oh, yeah, can't stand them. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just too successful for a guy to want to date me. Holy shit. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> if you say so. All right. This is, I love when Maddox has a notion about the world that's wildly inaccurate and everyone has to call him on his bullshit because he's so dumb. Yeah. That's I don't like, sleep in the same bed anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Real sad. <laughs> or 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 um, that's how it started out in the fifties. Uh, Christian, I want to throw it to you. What yes, do you think? It did start out in the fifties. Yeah, people sleeping in separate beds. That was a whole thing on TV. Oh, was I like, you nah, meant that was like a TV a thing. Yeah, that was a yeah. real TV life thing. That was just a TV really? thing. Uh oh, retard alert! Retard alert, class. This this what? guy thought I should have set that up better and explained. They're talking about married couples. He thought that in the fifties, married couples started sleeping in their own twin beds in the bedroom. Because, because he saw it on Nick at Night. Yes, the and historian. Back then, it was, back then your whole room was black and white, and your wife slept in a separate bed than you. Like, well, no, that was what they did on television shows, because it was like rated G. It was for all audiences. He had no that idea. He thought that's how people lived. <laughs> Such oh. a fucking idiot. Oh, really? Everybody <laughs> instantly knowing. Oh, yeah, you remember. And then shortly after that, they started, like, swearing. People started using yes. swear words a little more. <laughs> they would say, like, ass and damn. You remember in the 30s when they invented uh, uh, damn? You could say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so in, fucking dumb. In 1939, we decided that the world should be in color. So we started yeah. painting things instead of just having everything grayscale. It was amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. This is, I just have this labeled as dumb story. And then I look at my notes for this track and it just says, this woman is retarded. So I, okay. I don't know exactly what this is. I didn't make good notes for myself, but let's find out. He does have some pretty dumb women on this episode. So let's find out. They, they sell phones to China too. There's a whole market. Like, oh, okay, now I remember. They're talking about this. Uh, they, if you get your phone stolen, this one guy had his iPhone stolen, and apparently, because what can you do with an iPhone when it's been stolen? It's locked down, and people can track it. Apparently, they get shipped off to this place in China where all the stolen phones go, and then people use the phones. This woman read an article once that talked about something completely different. She didn't comprehend the article at all, and she has to <laughs> she has to tell this story. They, they sell phones to China too. There's a whole market, like in some. Uh, yeah, yeah. I read this article once about this guy who, what have his photos were like? Uh, oh no, he was getting he was like downloading photos from this guy in China, and it was like their iClouds had crossed or something. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and then he went to the city to like meet the guy because he was like following his whole life story. And, oh wow! Yeah, and the town treated him like a celebrity. It was like this wild event. But it wasn't like a stolen phone. It was just the the accounts were crossed. Well, it's like I want to say. Oh, I think that the accounts got crossed because. Okay, and that's what it was because the yes, a phone was stolen like a year before, and the guy in China was like bought the phone, like acquired it from like the market in China because they sell all of these phones. Like it's known, like the hub where like stolen phones go is like the specific city. Wow, Jesus. that's that's fascinating. <laughs> does, that make any, <laughs> does that make any sense at all? God, cancel women. That that's that is a terrible story. No, Maddox said that was interesting and fascinating about six times during that 
in completely inane, probably incorrect, uh, wildly hypothesized summary of an article <laughs> she might have read. Wildly inaccurate summary of a story that she did not comprehend. And I it's do like a child telling a dream, <laughs> yes! filling in the blanks. <laughs> And I, I did pull this as an ISO because I have a feeling I'll have a lot of use for this. Wow, Jesus. that's that's fascinating. He <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be less sincere. It's just like, oh, there's a woman talking. Oh, wow, yeah, that's wow. you're hot. I mean, that's interesting. That's fascinating. Fucking idiots. What is fascinating about that? I don't know. A guy, a guy got his account mixed with another guy's account and sees his pictures. Pick whoopty fucking do. Yeah, the, the stupidest part about that is I look at other people's pictures every single day. It's called Instagram. Yeah, I'm not oh, like a celebrity in some fucking town in China because I have someone following me on Instagram. What's the difference? Who cares? Wow, fascinating. It's fascinating. It's unbelievable. Rucka is riding Maddox the whole episode because Maddox doesn't put out any content. He doesn't make videos. He doesn't write books or blogs anymore. He's doing nothing. At one point, he's uh, teasing him. Well, actually, at the very beginning, Maddox says, well, what are you talking about? I just put out a video last night about earthquake safety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then at the end of the show, he reiterates that he made this video. I'm going to put together a montage. I almost had that done in time for today, but we had an earthquake last night, which threw everything off. Why would that throw everything Wait, off? Wait, what? Yeah. I'm sorry. Zero effect on any of our lives. What uh, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Oh, sorry. 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 I, I happened to make a video that was very beneficial for people's lives. That was earthquake safety tip. You did make a video. I did make a video. Yeah. All right. All right. So, Dick, I have this video pulled up right here. Can we talk about this? Uh, you know what? I hadn't watched it. Okay. Yeah, well, but let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about it. I'm going to start playing it, and I don't have clips. I'm just going to play it, and we can talk. Hey, guys. We just had a couple big earthquakes in California, so I'm making a video on how to put together an earthquake preparedness kit. Here's what I put in mind. First, you start out with a plastic bag. I recommend just a plastic bag. By the way, this, this video has 2,000 views on YouTube two weeks later. <laughs> Who is he helping with this? What percentage of those what people? A click whore. Yeah, right. What percentage of those people live in an area where there's an earthquake that's going to happen, and you live in LA? That earthquake was like 150 miles away or something, right? Yeah, it was nowhere. It was nowhere. And nobody, <laughs> nobody cares about it, and like no one is interested in a satirical take on it either. Yeah. They're either tired of hearing about it, or it's just in the, nothing happened. All right, so I, I pride myself on being in on the joke. Tell me this is satirical because I don't get any of the jokes here then, if that's the okay. case. Not a travel bag because this, when you see it, looks kind of shitty. It makes it less likely that people are going to rob you. It's actually a good thing. Get a plastic bag. Don't get anything fancy. Leave your Chanel bullshit in the closet. Uh, next, I recommend having your phone charged. Do it now. Charge your phone. Make sure it's fully charged so you can grab it and go in case an earthquake happens in the middle of the night. You don't want to charge your phone first thing in the morning. I'm talking to everyone who uses Instagram like crazy. That shit sucks your battery. So charge your phone. Keep it ready to go so that you can leave at a moment's notice. Next. How long do you have to explain that you should charge your phone? Dick, is this a, are these jokes? I, I'm, I'm confused. No, and who has a Chanel... Uh, <laughs> Going back to that. Yeah, I, I know. It doesn't make any sense. He says, grab a shitty plastic bag because you don't want people to know the, all your good stuff's in there. And then what you want to do is you want to have a full battery on your phone. Like, who is this for? Who would be so stupid that they wouldn't know that their phone should be charged? 
Why would you need a phone after an earthquake? I don't There's know. There's millions of people here. Everybody's in the exact same situation. Uh, I, I gotta text my uncle. afterwards. <laughs> All right. I recommend getting some sunscreen. If you're stuck outside, you want to put on some sunscreen so you don't get skin cancer or a really bad burn. Put all these things in your bag here. Next, I got this little uh, portable flashlight. You can charge it like this. You can charge it like this. You can turn this bad boy on. You can get this at the dollar store or Target or Kmart if they're still in business. I'm not sure. I haven't been to a Kmart in a long time or Shopco. Is that still a thing? Well, anyway, get one of those. <laughs> then uh, get a portable power bank. This thing is, uh, is basically, if you have one, make sure it's charged. These things are worthless if they're not charged. People forget to charge their cell phones, but do it now. Do it before the power goes out. If the earthquake happens, take this with your cell phone. Make sure to grab the cables it needs, too. Make sure to get... Oh, my God. I, I can't watch any more of this. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> What's he, he talking he about? <laughs> He hasn't even lived here for very long. He's never been through a big earthquake. What the fuck is he talking about? All right, so those he- are all real tips. Those are so he genuinely yes. made an earthquake preparedness tip video that he posted to the entire earth. Correct. A there very was- local problem. This is not a funny joke video. No. He's being legit in this video. Like you, and hey, he's giving dumb advice. The, get the a, get worst advice. Bag. The worst advice ever. Hey guys, uh, just so you know, you want to bring some sunscreen or find a shaded area. I don't know. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of other ways around this. There's still trees. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's there's talking about. He All goes, the houses don't get knocked over. <laughs> he goes, um, you're going to want to bring some sunscreen because you don't want to get skin cancer. I've never heard of people getting skin cancer because of an earthquake. The problem with these earthquakes <laughs> is everyone's getting skin cancer now. Holy shit. I mean, he's, he's such a fucking uh, internet like loser that his... His second tip is make sure you have your cell phone charged. Yes. Like that is, he couldn't live without it. And that's the only thing he identifies with to put in his dumb video. This is a guy giving me advice on how to live through a crisis who's never had a real job, who who lives with fucking three roommates because he can't afford a real fucking rent or mortgage. Like I don't want, I don't need this guy's advice on anything on how to live my life. No, his his life is not affected by this crisis at all. He's the last because it's already in a crisis. Right. Oh, Two thousand fucking YouTube views. Good job, buddy. Does he, he have more tips? He could. Yeah, I I I can't I can't watch it anymore. Okay. He it's it's another two minutes long if you want to check it out. He didn't get something done that he wanted to have done for his last episode ever of the Best Debate, which is this huge show that has to go on for over three hours because he was making that video. I don't know if he wrote a script, if he did editing and post. Like, that video doesn't need to... You don't need to take more than three minutes making that video. It's three minutes long. That's you, I, I don't understand. All right. I don't understand any of it. <laughs> and I, I love that he doesn't even have water in there. Like, what about food and water? Can <laughs> yeah. I eat, can I eat yeah. my power bank that I got from... Like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, you need a power bank. No, he says, he says uh, power bank, sunglasses, sunscreen, your phone charge. Yeah, it's not like... He's gr- going to the beach. <laughs> you would think it'd be like, you know, granola has a lot of calories. Well, what if um, my house crumbles and I have no money? Oh, you might want to bring some money with you? Oh, like cash? Okay, <laughs> that's a good idea. All right. I don't even know what else is in that video. I haven't watched it, but it's uh, yeah. fucking dumb. I don't know who the audience would be for that. 
All right, so then he Maddox is asking at the beginning of the show, what's so great about him? And he asks Ron, and uh, our buddy Ron Babcock tells him this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most perfect thing about Maddox is the fact that you just do not give a fuck. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. That's a great compliment. Thank you, Ron. All right. This is a guy who sued his friends and the companies they work for for $400 million because they were making fun of him. And Ron says, what's great about you is you don't give a fuck. And Maddox responds with, ha ha, yep, that's me. Nailed it. Is this guy- I have never seen someone so <laughs> eager to get a compliment. Is this guy completely unaware of what he does in life? He gives the most of a fuck. Anything he ever posts, he obsessively sits there and deletes comments. That entire stream had about 99% of the comments deleted. He gives more of a he gives more of a fuck of the opinions of random strangers, people that he will never meet, than anybody else on earth. He acts like he's a laid-back dude who's just chilling with his buddies, just hanging out. It's the exact opposite. Oh god. Yeah. He does, he does admit that there are people who are funnier than him. Uh, and I tell these guys all the time, I think that they're so much funnier than me. I think most people are funnier than me. Check out the big brain on Brad. <sighs> You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. I don't think he's being sincere there. But there's nothing, there nothing funny about Maddox as a podcaster. And this is coming from a place where, and I've said this before, I was a big Maddox fan. I read all of his articles. I bought his book. I thought he was very funny. I liked his shtick. I liked his angle that he had. It was different. It was interesting. He's gotten so far away from that. He's pretending to play this character that he's barely playing. He's like in and out of this character that's so great and so awesome and he's the best at everything. But I I can't figure out who he thinks he is anymore. He's terrible at podcasting. Yeah, he... um... He really thinks he is smarter than everybody. Correct. He, he, like, he came out to Hollywood and failed immediately because he's riding his bicycle to meetings and uh, showing up like a slob. And his, uh, like his, he doesn't understand television. And instead of pulling back and trying to figure out why he was failing, he just, blame, he just blames it on how stupid everybody else is. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it, eventually, it that, yeah, eventually that's going to work out for you if you just keep... You need to point your finger at everyone around you. They'll get it. They'll they'll come around yeah. <laughs> eventually. <Yeah>. It'll all work <laughs> out for you, you, fucking idiot. Holy shit! All right, well, that's all the clips that I have from Max's last episode. And I will tell you, man, this episode just went on and on and on. I'm not sure what he was hoping to accomplish. It was it was as if, like I said, it was as if it was like Johnny Carson on his final week. Like he had to bring back all of the different personalities and talk about how great he is. And that's the other thing too. Johnny Carson on his final week didn't sit people down and be like, how great of a host am I? Let's talk about that for a minute. He let organically people come in and just say, man, we're going to miss you. This has been great. Mattis couldn't do that. He he had to like tell people to tell him how great he is and how much they're going to miss the show. Yeah, because no one would have said it. No, of course not. He's there to get their plugs in and move on. And but he, it, his his uh, setting it up like a roast is also what have worked. Except he can't take any jokes because right. there's just too much to roast him on. Um, 
Ter- wonderful, a wonderful. Uh, I couldn't have done a better funeral for him. I couldn't have asked for anything <laughs> yep. better. I w- it, he, it would have been in his best interest just to stop posting and not talk about it, but he chose to do something infinitely funnier. It's bizarre because he doesn't talk about anything. So you would think that he would have just let it die. He already went down to once every other week. He was doing it every week. Then it was once every other week. And you called it back when he did that. You're like, well, as soon as you get out of that every week, we got to do this thing. It stops yeah. being a priority and it just kind of it's going to fall off. And it did. Yeah. He could have just yeah. let it fall off. He could still have people subscribing to his network and hoping a new episode will come out someday. Yeah, he could have just done it. I mean, it's not like it makes any money or costs that much money. He could have just done it whenever he felt like it. All right. This is the part of the show, Dick. We've reached the part that is everyone's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing next week in order to get people excited about next week's episode of WATP. Because, Dick, I don't know if you know this, we do this every single week we put out a new episode. And an amazing one. And it's an amazing, amazing and hilarious episode for next week. Do you want? Can you say that again? I just want to make sure no one was talking. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's going to end up at the beginning of the show now. Uh, this is a clip from the podcast that we'll be putting out next week. And I'm not going to lie, we've already recorded this episode I am going to New York next week. If anybody wants to go to the Mets game on Sunday, I'll be there. We're not recording a podcast because it's my wife's birthday weekend, but we've already recorded it and we're going to put it out. It was for another one of my podcasts known as American Crimes. Now, I don't know if I've mentioned American Crimes on this show before, but I do want to say one thing and I want to make sure that I reiterate it. It is one of the best shows that I do. Not because of what I do, not because of the quality of content. For some reason, it just gets the best numbers, okay? I can post an episode today, and I'll have 100 or so downloads by tomorrow, easily. (laughs) And it's crazy, because I don't know why. All right. What What the hell? (laughs) There's this guy named Seamus McKillian. That's his podcasting name. He also has some other names, too, that he goes by. He does stand-up comedy. He does music. And... At WATP, we're fascinated with this individual. His podcasts are terrible. His stand-up comedy is the worst. His music is atrocious. I can't figure out why this guy keeps... He's a stay-at-home dad who lives in a trailer park. I can't figure out what... I don't know how... He has more self-esteem than the rest of the world combined. I, I don't know why he continues to create and put this shit out there. And I'm fascinated. So this guy reached out to me and said... Hey, my name's Brandon. I actually did a couple of podcasts with Seamus. And I said, Whoa, wait, you know this guy? You've, t- you've talked to this guy. You have to call into my show. So we had him call oh, in yeah. and we did like a 40 minute interview with Brandon to talk to him about his experience with this guy. And then we also broke down a podcast called Shamecast, which is one of the shows that Seamus McKillian does. So we play uh, we play through some clips from that. Uh, Doug from Who's Rights on, Croge is on, and we talked to this guy, Brandon. It was a lot of fun. So we'll be putting that out next week. I've already teased that we were going to do this, but uh, next week we'll be putting that out. Shame you know, your him. show, I just had this feeling that your show is a lot like the found footage festivals mm-hmm. because all these, there's so many, you know, 700,000 podcasts, they're all basically lost. Like you're never, ever, ever going to seek out any of this content and listen to it. So it it is like uh, 
seeing this. It, it is like hearing stuff that people did not want you to hear. Yeah. For some reason, they uploaded it. It's funny when you, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about this. Whenever somebody dies, whether it's Prince or Kurt Cobain or whoever it is, all of a sudden, all of this material gets released. And I was thinking about this when I was hearing Maddox say, you know, I created these 17 pages of notes and I, I now I have to read all of them. Like usually that happens to someone after they've died. They didn't want that to get out. It wasn't their best <laughs> yeah. work. No, they didn't want anyone to ever hear that. Like you listen to anything that's come out for Nirvana after Kirk Cobain died. It's like, he didn't want you to hear this. This is terrible. Yeah. This is not, yeah. this is not a good legacy. Just go back and listen to Nevermind and call it a day. But unfortunately somebody has to get their fucking dirty hands on it and put it out to the public. And that's what most of these podcasts are. It's, it's something that's embarrassing for people. A lot of the shows that we've done have been taken off the internet since like you can't even find them anymore. Oh, that's yeah. That's even funnier than there's a podcast called um, pickup wines that we reviewed years ago. It's the worst podcast I've ever heard. It's the room of podcasts and it's gone. I wish I would have like kept it on my, my computer. I downloaded it at one point, but it's like these shows are an embarrassment for people. And yeah, I mean, we, we gotta, we're the time capsule that's going to keep all of this going for everyone. That's funny. I have so many, uh, like script half scripts and treatments oh, yeah. that Maddox has written over the years that I haven't even tapped into yet. Like he did a, what? he wrote an episode of a, uh, a, a show that he pitched called garbage pail kids or something like that. And they're all, they're all just slightly off and wrong. And I cannot wait to start reading them. Dick, that's amazing. I'm very mm -hmm. excited about this. If, uh, if there's ever a chance that I could come on to uh, to review those with you, I would love to do that. Oh, yeah, you're there. I'll, I'll send you one. Sweet. I'll figure it out when. We'll do it. All right. Well, I w definitely want to thank you again for coming on. Dick, I I'll tell you that you've been a huge influence on me and this show. One of the things that I've done differently because of you is trying to make myself more available, go on other people's podcasts, uh, it's why I went on the Dickheads podcast. I was actually in contact with Alan from Not For Human Consumption uh, before, unfortunately, he passed. We we're, were looking to uh, coordinate that to get on there. And I just, I learned from you. I really appreciate the fact that you're very generous with your time uh, to go on other people's shows. So love that you come on from time to time. And it's, it's always a blast having you. Carl, I love it. Where else can I talk to such funny people? If, if I live my own life, I go out, I got to pretend to have other people's senses of humors to interact with them. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Only by interacting with you and people around the show and people online can I can I be myself and enjoy jokes with people who are similar to me. Yeah, it's fantastic. A, Thank you for having good, me on. That's a good point. Uh, so I just want to plug the Dick Show, thedickshow.com, dick.show. Check out all the things that uh, Dick and Sean are up to. I know there's a lot of people who have discovered you through our show. And it's one of those uh, shows where there's a lot going on. There's a lot of backstory. <laughs> yeah. It's like a comic book now. Like you have yeah. to listen to multiple other shows to know why people are calling in at this point. It's true. But once you get in on it, and there's still things I've listened to every episode. I listen to every episode of the biggest problem. There's still things I'm like, wait, who is this person? And I'm like, Sean, <laughs> Sean does the same thing. He's like, yeah. So what did this guy do? Why, why do we care about him? It's like, yeah. It's a lot. Sean's the only, Sean's the great sphinx. I've, if he's not into something, then it's done. That's it. Like, if he's interested, then it's good. He's like, Mikey likes it. It's perfect. But yeah, definitely check out 
the Dick Show, uh, we love it. Always entertaining. Comes out Thanks, every man. Tuesday. Uh, yeah, anything, thank you. anything else you want to plug or anything you want to talk about? No, no, no. I'm good. I wanted to get into, um, I forgot to mention that Nicole Byer uh, sexually assaulted me backstage at UCB. I thought that might come up when we were talking about oh, that shit. show, but it didn't. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100% true. She was shit faced after a. Um, so that so listening to her show was very triggering to me. It gave me PTSD. Um, after, <laughs> after one of these shows, I think it was called the Dirtiest Sketch Show or whatever. I did a I did a sketch. I did a bit where the premise of the bit was I was Gandalf, and one of the hobbits stepped on my robe, and as I walked away, the robe came off of me. So I was a naked old man, okay. and I was still still doing the scene while the hobbits were kind of not. Like trying try, try, to trying to alert me, you know, stupid sketch. Yeah. You could imagine it, right? Yeah. And I I spray painted my pubes white, like I had this hairspray color. So I spray painted my pubes right white, so it looked extra gro- gross. Um, and Nicole Byer was one of the panel members. I th- I think it was her. I one hundred percent think it was her. I have, to, I have to check on it, but I don't think I have any way to check. Um, it could have been Oprah. Of, yeah, I mean, whoever. It could have been Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> It was some black woman the size of Pluto who did yeah. stuff at UCB. I, okay. don't, I don't know if there's any more of them. Uh, anyways, that was the beginning of the show. And then after the show, she was so shit-faced drunk that she was running around the back of the studio and she recognized or the back of the, the back of the theater. And there was a ton, there was 20 witnesses to this sexual assault. Uh, she saw me and she goes, Oh, there's a white there's the white boy with the there's the white boy with the dick. Uh, let me, I need to suck on that dick. And this, people are trying to corral her and get her to go, get her to go home safely or whatever they were trying to do. So she kneels down in front of me and she starts pawing at my belt to get, I presume, to get my cock out. And I yeah. sat there, I sat there laughing. I thought it was a joke at the time, but now I realize that just our power differences within UCB is what compelled me to submit to this, to this attack, even though I didn't, even though I didn't want it to happen. Uh, uh, me too has taught me that. So some of the her comedian friends came over and they're like, "What are you doing? Stop her from stop her from trying to suck your dick." And I said, "Hey, if she gets the belt off, she can go for it. It's all hers." Because she was so <laughs> she was so drunk, she couldn't get the, she couldn't get the belt off. Um, she eventually failed to get the belt off, and they they led her away. And I I don't know. They threw her in the, the back of a they threw her in the uh, they threw her in the back of one of those um, U-Haul got uh, junk containers. <laughs> So it was very it was very funny to me to listen to a podcast where she's talking about she can't find a date. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm on that list of guys who've turned her down. It took it took six pallbearers in order to lift her up and escort her out of the place. Get yeah. her out of the truck. Yeah, but as I, and as I was telling the story, the 80s girls in the car, I was telling her the story. And I'm like, yeah, that's very much sex. I was 100% sexually assaulted. If a guy did that, I know it wouldn't have been funny. Well, it's interesting because if you think about that compared to may I jerk off in front of you, I think that <laughs> I think that Nicole Byron thinks a little worse. She was physically trying worse. to get your cock out of your pants. It's a lot I don't worse. Know that I could have taken her. Like she's a she's a big girl. I don't know. It would have been like Hulk Hogan versus Yokozuna. I don't right. know if I could have body slammed her up. <laughs> um, so there you go. Wow. How did that not come up in conversation? I would have you would have led with that. I don't. I, I was gonna lead with it, but I'm like, I don't. I don't know. Maybe this. Maybe this isn't apropos of whatever we're talking. about. Oh my about. god! I, I blame myself. I don't. I didn't give any room for you. I should have said, 
Hey, uh, Dick, uh, you live in L.A., you know Nicole Byer at all? You ever uh, come across her before? Has your cock ever led you across this woman? <laughs> I can't believe guys don't want to date this rapist. I can't believe it. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> so please, join us again yeah. next week. It might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits <laughs> of morning radio. Mm. Okay. Great well, show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Fucking thing sucks. That's why today will not be a great show. Fuck you. About you this. fucking know all about this shit. shit. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. So last week, people leave me voicemails and they say, call me back. Last week, we actually called somebody back, which we'd never done before. And uh, yeah. And so that person answered the phone and we talked to him. Kaya was on there. We talked to him. And uh, that person then called us and left us a message for uh, Vinny, who was also on the show. Oh. Hey, Carl. Hey, I just wanted to let the Italian man whose name I can't uh, remember at this time know that, uh, no, I did not think it was a bill collector. I... uh, been selling a truck at the end of my road, and I figured, you know, maybe someone had stopped and called me on it, and I was going to make some money. That's why I answered. You know, I pay my bills, Vinny. We were surprised that he answered his phone, because usually if you get a phone call from a number you don't know... No one answers that. Right. I, and I didn't even call him back from our hotline number. I took his number, and then I put it into Skype. So it was just like the most random thing ever. And he actually answered. He left me a couple voicemails. The other one was um, he was kicking himself because he goes, you know, 10 minutes later and all these funny things I could have said and I should have said this and I should have said that. <laughs> it's like, I, I've been there, buddy. I know. I yeah. get it. So there's this guy who calls in and just yells band practice, which is one of the funniest things ever. And I played him yelling band practice as the show opener last week. He was very excited about that. Uh, opening intro. I'm like half chub right now. All right, call me back. <laughs> so we made, we made band practice guys' day. Oh, Crippled Jesus called in. If you haven't heard enough of Crippled Jesus on the show yet, <laughs> let's listen to that. <laughs> hey, Carl, this is uh, Crippled Jesus. I'm just calling in to say I'm a big fan. And um, I also have a shitty podcast yep. that I hope you guys will <laughs> sure do. Time. We are now we are now on iTunes. If you want to check us out, <laughs> wow! Cripple Cast will be the first result. You'll <laughs> be the first result of your own show name. Make a <laughs> compilation about all the times that I cut off my guests because that does seem to happen because I'm a retard. But I was just calling in to say how much I love the show and uh, call me back, guys. Bye. 
Yeah, that's what we were talking about before when he said, hey, you know what, uh, listen to my show, and you, you should make fun of the fact that uh, I always have this witty banter and this amazing back and forth with the guests. <laughs> like, don't, don't tell me what's bad about your show, dude. <laughs> There's so much. It's best not to ask people who make fun of people for a living what <laughs> yeah, to make fun of. Right. <laughs> I, that, really... That's the one thing I got. I got that. <laughs> You're really giving me an insight about what you definitely don't want me to make fun of. Uh, you know, you're if you are really leaving some pregnant pauses if uh, Cripple Jesus is parking his wheelchair in them. <laughs> yeah, no shit. If you're getting interrupted by Cripple Jesus, you're really leaving some dead air. <laughs> you're really leaving an opening. All right. I think you've made at least five jokes about his wheelchair on this episode, <laughs> which is a new record. We played... A couple of weeks ago, our cringe of the week was the show called The Comedy Button. And, Dick, this was amazing. The guy goes, he's asking his, his co-host, what's the funniest joke you've ever heard? And he goes, well, I'll, I'll tell you, but, you know, it's a little uh, offensive. He goes, oh, well, then don't, oh. He goes, well, then don't even, don't even tell it to me. He goes, no, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell it to you. He goes, no, this is a show called The Comedy Button. The guy goes, no, 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 if it's offensive, I don't want to hear it. And the guy proceeds to tell a Helen Keller joke, one that we've all heard back when we were kids. Yeah. And then the other guy has to go on for five minutes to explain why that's not funny and how Jesus. people who can't see or hear would be deeply offended by this joke. And not people who can't hear. How well, would they hear it? Not, right. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's a Helen Keller joke. So anyway, we've had people call in with, uh, with their funniest joke. But then they oh, make cool. sure to explain why it's not offensive. Hey, Carl, you want to hear my funny um, non-offensive joke? What's the difference between jam and jelly? I can't jelly my dick up an autistic girl's asshole. <laughs> Bye. All right. So we've all heard that joke. A little bit of a twist to it. But then he calls back and, ex and deconstructs it for us. Sorry, I forgot to deconstruct that joke for you. See, it's not offensive to autistic people because you can separate it and change the person. A kid, your mom, your brother, oh. uh, that bitch who runs the Vanish podcast. Yes. Anyone. I can stick my dick in anybody's ass. All right. Jam, not stick. Right, J right. The joke is jam. I, he, I guess he lost track of what the punchline was. <laughs> he forgot why that's a funny joke in the first place. <laughs> hey, what's the difference between jelly and jam? I don't know. I'm going to shove my dick in that girl's asshole. Like, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's oh, a good joke, too. That's a good humor, huh? That's a good you don't joke. like offensive jokes, huh? <laughs> uh, all right. Unlike Maddox, I don't pay people to call in with compliments. And uh, here's, here's uh, just a random voicemail that came in. All right, how much am I getting paid for this again? All right. Hey, Carl, it's uh, Noah from Virginia. I'm just calling in to say you're killing it. Doug, you're killing it. Cross, you're killing it. Kevin, you're killing it. Kaya, you're killing it. Uh, thanks. Oh. Give me a call back. Bye. All right, motherfucker, where's my money? All right. You might want to be a little bit more on the DL when you're asking for the money that I pay out for people to call and say that our show is good. I like this thing of everybody explaining their jokes. <laughs> you like that? I'd like that guy to call in and explain that joke. 
We should just do a whole show where it's just deconstructing jokes that everyone gets and aren't that funny to begin with. Yeah, I did. I did want to do that. If we're if we're uh, if I'm gonna follow Maddox's trend of just telling people about ideas I had and never did, I did want to do a web series on like, was this joke funny? And just go through like some stupid Family Guy joke. I don't know why I think that's so funny, but it is. I've I've done this a couple of times. We did it with uh, Anna Gatsby. Is that her name? Um, where we listen to like a stand up set. And really dig into the stand-up jokes. Oh, yeah. And it, it pisses people off. I have friends who are stand-ups, and like that's like a taboo. Th- like, you can't do that. Oh, you God. Can't make fun of people so for their bad. That would be so funny. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I enjoy oh. it, but it's not something that you really... It's, it's kind of frowned upon within the uh, comedy community. God, it would be even funnier to do live. And go up after yes. somebody and go through their jokes. Just Mystery Science Theater 3000 them as they're yeah. doing their set. That's a good Record idea. Record it and just go up and play it back. Okay, yeah. let me tell you why. that. Let's see if that joke was funny. That's great. Um, all right, a couple more voicemails to get to here. We had a stutterer on the last podcast that we reviewed. I put together a stuttering compilation that people were fans of. And I'm guessing that's why we received this voicemail. Carl, I, I think that it's I, I think that it's I think that it's horrible that, that that you would make that you would make fun of people with I think that it's horrible that you would make fun of people with with speed. I think it's you make it's I think it's horrible that you would you would make fun of people with speech speech impediment. Horrible that you would make fun of people with speech impediment who can't speak. Call me back. Yeah, all right. I mean, I, I get it. Not the best executed, but I, I get it. Uh, so I mentioned that we had this guy Brandon on, and then we're going to do the show next week. We're going to play it. And Brandon yeah. had done a couple episodes with Seamus. There's another guy who knows Seamus and is hoping that he can get on the show because of that. Hey, Carl. It's Daniel. Just want to let you know that I have done a podcast with Seamus McKillian, just like Brandon did. Not only did I do a podcast with him, I also hung out with him last week. I reviewed his podcast. I watch movies with him constantly. I know where he lives. I opened a restaurant with him. I bought him a Zoom recorder, and I live with him. Frankly, I think I am more deserving to be on WATP than Brandon is. Call me back. All right, Daniel. That's perfect, buddy. We'll definitely get you on. Wow. Yeah, he's got Yeah, a- he lives with him. He bathes with him. <laughs> he's got it all figured he's out. <laughs> Picks out his clothes he, for tomorrow. He gave birth to me. Uh, I mean, no one knows this guy better than I do. We have a, a caller named Boomer Guy, and uh, the fans are not not friendly towards Boomer Guy. Kazaroo, this is for Boomer Guy. Boomer Guy, buy a weight vest. 40 pounds, put it on. Get drunk. Climb to the top of the highest, nearest bridge to you. Slice your wrist. Jump off the bridge. <laughs> That's an elaborate way to kill yourself. You're buying a weight vest. You're slitting your wrists. You're jumping off a tall thing. Like that, like, it's pretty foolproof, I would say. Shoot yourself while you're in midair, too. I thought he was going to have the weight vest. At first, I thought it was to drown. But then when he started yeah. saying climb, I thought, wait, does he think you fall faster if you have a weight vest? Yeah, maybe. Guy did not uh, take physics in high school. Here's uh, the band practice guy. Oh, yeah, let me play the vampire this guy real quick. 
Band practice! I just want to say that the band practice guy I'm a big fan of. We've had people actually try to imitate the band practice guy. They call in and do their own. I know the difference. Yeah. You're not going to get that past me, my friend. So if you think that you could just call up and be the band practice guy, not going to happen. It's easy to tell. Yeah. It is easy to tell going through the voicemail if you've got a guy imitating another guy. I, um, well, especially because their number is different. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to tear down the fourth wall real quick, it's not that difficult. This is last week we did a show with these video game nerds. And when I announced that we were going to do that show, I got a note from someone saying, hey, just so you know, this guy's bipolar and he's got issues. And if you make fun of him, it, it could be bad. And oh, I know, I know. So now I got to go do a show. I, just, I heard about this. So I get out and I'm like, hey, you know, it's all fun and games. So I got called out for trying to play it both ways, and rightfully so. On this week of WATP, Carl plays a little game called Hedging His Bets, where he <laughs> makes fun of a depressed man and then consistently backpedals so that he doesn't kill himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we love you, Ferg. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, but, but you suck. Oh, man, uh... You guys kind of deserve this. You put this out on the internet. Carl, if he kills himself, I hope you kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't know what to... I mean, Dick, how would you... Let me ask you this, because you're a professional podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. If you have this topic of conversation that you're going to do, and you're like, oh, this is the thing we're going to do this week, and then someone sends you a note and just says, by the way, if you do that, it's going to cause a lot of damage to this person. Like, what do you do with that information? What, do you, what am I well, supposed I to have do? Well, I have a shirt on my store. If any, if I push anyone to kill themselves, and they before they do it, they have to go buy the shirt. It's five thousand dollars. It's called the "I'm Done Dude" shirt. Okay. So that way, I'll, I'll that that way I will know for real because credit card companies can't come after your debt when you're gone. Yeah, so that's I will true. have that money. That's how I deal with it. it just make make sure you make sure you can merchandise it. I guess is what I'm saying monetize it well that uh i, I, like I don't the, know i like the I don't premise know of that to do Dick. With... the problem What's is, is i like the premise of that the problem is if i cause someone suicide the last thing they want to do is give me five thousand dollars before they kill themselves <laughs> i don't think it, i don't think it logically uh, makes sense but i like that idea yeah i don't know i don't care uh <laughs> I, i'm trying to think of a i'm trying to think care. of like a funny way around it but i just don't care <laughs> good, good point <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, I haven't, I haven't, I've been trying to do that to Maddox for five years now. <laughs> that hasn't hit me, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. not working. I so Dick, I, whenever you say you're going to come on, you always do. You're a stand-up guy. I've had a couple of other co-hosts, like uh, Dave Landau, is one. He's the co-host on the Anthony Cumia show and uh, stand-up comedian, nationally touring comedian. He has bailed on me the day before twice now. So uh, this voicemailer has a a message for you, but wasn't sure that you'd actually be on the show. (laughs) Hey there, Carl. It's your boy Bradley. You already know who it is. And uh, hi there, Dick. If Carl actually got the guest that he said he was going to get on for once in his fucking life. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I've got a new podcast that I think you might want to check out. It's called uh, Cold Ones. It's another one of them YouTuber podcasts if you're not already fed up with listening to all these bullshit YouTuber podcasts like uh, the official podcast or whatever. Ooh, shots fired. I think you'd really like it. And uh, check it out if you want to 
do a cool episode, but uh, and if you don't check it out, it'll piss me off because, as you may may or may not have known, I have depression. So, blood <laughs> to be on your. I got my shirt, so, man. Check it out. Get back to me. Give me a call back. Love you. Bye bye. All right. What was his podcast? You got to say it at the beginning and the end, sir. It's so funny you say that. I was just thinking the same thing. Like, I already (laughs) forgot what he told me I was supposed to review. And, Uh, you know, like a hook, not just listen to it because you might like it. I don't. Yeah, but. Something that it's about. By the way, thank you. That's the opposite reason of why I would check it out. I get these people who who write in, they're like, Carl, you got to do this show. I think you'd really like it. These guys are funny. I'm like, well, then. I'm not gonna listen to that. I want to listen to something oh, that sucks. Yeah. Anybody in the Discord know what show that guy was talking about? Does anyone remember? Cold, Cold ones. ones. Yeah, sorry, Th- that's right. Does anyone familiar Is that like with a that murder show? mystery show? Like cult, like people who got killed. The cold case. Oh, see, that files? would be in- that would be a twist. I was just thinking beers. It's about oh. digging up bodies. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's about digging up bodies. Or is it about, if, if it's not about anything with dead people, it should just be called Bros Drinking Beers yeah. Podcast number 10, 10 million, <laughs> right. number 700,001. Yeah, not for human consumption three, right. <laughs> uh, I, I fucking hate that shit where it's, that's the main thing. It's like, hey, we get together, we drink beers. Like, all right, well... I do too, but keep that shit on the DL. Like, act like you're trying to put out a good show and, and podcast. I also don't <laughs> drink beers like that. Like, when I go out with my yeah. friends and drink beers, I sit in silence and stare miserably at whatever television they have on. <laughs> I'm not. I don't yuck around and tell stories to my to my bros. I maybe I have the wrong kind of friends, but that's how I drink beers. So when guys tell me, "Oh yeah, it's just guys sitting around drinking beers," I'm like, "Well, uh, I'm nearly catatonic when I'm sitting around drinking beers with my bros. So I don't know. I don't know what this podcast is." I've literally never cared about tennis. I spent an hour at a bar watching a tennis match the other day. I, I don't know what's on. It's on TV. I'm drinking beer. Fuck it. I don't want to talk to people. I'll watch a yeah. tennis match. Who gives a shit? <laughs> All right. This is the last uh, voicemail I want to play, and this is from uh, Tim Sabian over at Westwood One. Colin. No. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. This is Tim Sabian. Guess what? I'm drunk. But not only that. We have a position open here at Westwood One, and we want to tell you, Kevin, that we love the podcast. We hope that we can talk with you soon. But what we want to tell you also is that we hate the isodopes. So toodalooski, and we hope to talkie-poo soon. This is Tim Savian calling with professional stuff, Carl Ruiz. Huh. <laughs> All right. Wow, very good. Yeah, impressive. really impressive. That one came in at about 3 a.m., so I'm guessing that person was very, very <laughs> drunk. I love tracking people's drunkenness as they call in and then call back and then call back like five hours later. Like, oh, yeah. boy, this one's going to be really toasty. Oh, yeah, yeah, they'll call back five hours later and forget that they called already and tell you the same thing but worse, <laughs> but sloppier. You're like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you, you actually told me that already. Or the voicemails, well, they'll call in a second time and start the voicemail by apologizing for the previous yeah. voicemail. Like, motherfucker, if I play the better one, it is going to reference nothing. It's going to reference something that didn't get played. How do you not understand that? <laughs> People don't understand how it actually gets executed in the end. 
It's like when you see a when you see a movie getting made, do they go take two and then all the then the actors go, "Hey, sorry about that. Uh, that last one. I'm gonna try to be a little funnier in this one. <laughs> Throw that out to theaters. Who the fuck's he talking to? It's always good to write a script with a lot of inside jokes that only you know about. Remember rehearsal yeah. when we said this? Oh, uh, hey, uh, sorry, I fucked up that last one. Well, <laughs> nobody knows that. And I get them in reverse order, so not even I know that. <laughs> That's a good point. You're like, what is this guy chuckling about? And then you go down three more voicemails. Like, oh, okay, right. That's the oh, thing. Oh, I see. All right. Oh, Carl. Hi. I'm I'm uh, I'm Chrissy Mayer. Uh, I I feel really upset because I they had me on. Um, they had me on uh, in hot water, and they I, I said that I really made a shit show, and I tried to make myself sound better, but then when I went on hot water, I just made myself sound like exactly what I sound like, which is a shit unfunny person. And um, so sorry, Carl. Uh, yeah, going in hot water to find out how unfunny Chrissy May is, but you already know. How unfunny she is. I mean, how unfunny I am. I'm sorry. 